on the Kenny and Bone Morning Show. What's your first name and what kind of work do you do? Uh, Alex Zan, and I'm a student. Samantha, and I'm a student. How, how many stars are on the U.S. flag? Fifty. Forty-six. Who won the Civil War? The North. No idea. <laughs> Who fought in the Spanish-American War? Uh, I don't like history, so I don't know. Spain and America. What number president was Ben Franklin? Second. Thirteen. I am Manny from the Kenny and Bo Money Show. What's your name? And and where where do you what kind of work do you do? I'm um, uh, not working right now. And um, my name is Dina. How many stars are on the U.S. flag? God knows. <laughs> I don't know. Who won the Civil War? God, I don't know. <laughs> what is the capital of Florida? Miami. I don't know. Who fought in the Spanish American War? Man, I don't know about wars. <laughs> If you travel directly north from the United States, what country will you be in? Europe. What number president was Ben Franklin? I don't even know. <laughs> I am Manny from the Kenny and Paul Morning Show. What's your first name and what kind of work do you do? Jessica, I'm a student. John, I'm a student. How many stars are on the U.S. flag? 52. 52. Who won the Civil War? The what? The Civil War? Uh, I think it was the South, the South, right? Who fought in the Spanish-American War? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> what number president was Ben Franklin? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think he was a president, was he? Hi, I'm Manny from the Kenny and Paul Morning Show. What's your first name? Uh, I'm Chris. How many stars are on the U.S. flag? 52, I think. <laughs> Who won the Civil War? The Americans. What is the capital of Florida? Um, Jacksonville. What number president was Ben Franklin? I don't know what American history. Okay, thank you. The views expressed on the previous program All are right. the hosts, guests, and All callers, right. and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast. You can't complain about the intellect of South Florida, baby, because there ain't any. I thought the West won the Civil War, didn't they? Go West, young man. That was nice. Yeah. Incredible. Easy. All is well. And we're out of here at 12.50, baby. All right. Love those Marlins and the Cardinals, too. How's Tony LaRusso doing? is an outright lie. It is an attack on the only peoples of Iran, our revered Persian ancestors. The American cultural officials have declared psychological warfare against the holy country of Iran. But we, being a peaceful people, will only demand the American dogs responsible for this atrocity to be turned over to us for immediate and very humane beheading. After, of course, the whipping, studying, and removal of appendages. Barbara Streisand, Alex Baldwin, and Nancy Pelosi have assured us this will happen. 
if this does not come to um, how you say fruition there is always the nuclear option thank you and sign in blood not my own the president of Iran. Heine Ho is exactly where it's at. 1002 at 560 WKM. So what difference does it make if you know what the what country is? If you go straight north uh, of the U.S., what country do you come into? I love that. Yeah, nobody, import, nobody important's up there. That's right. Nobody important in Canada. Canada sucks is what we heard all day yesterday. Nice. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. As if I really give a crap about any Yahoo's opinion about Canada or any other place on the map. You know, it's always great when people have opinions about places that not only don't they have they never been there, but they wouldn't know where to find it if you paid them by the second, you know? I'll give you $100 if you show me where Canada is on the map. Well, uh, I don't know. Like that. So George is out sick today, 10 past 8 this morning. I get a text message from George saying, I'm sick, uh, I'm dying over here. And so I said, well, he said, Josh is coming. I guess you got the message at the same time. I got it, and I'm here. Well, that's good. And we're all getting paid, and that's all we care about. Stations have got money coming in, hand over fist. That's all we care. We don't, have, we don't care if we have a oh. point one in the next book. How do you like that? Although we would like our friends out there to help us tremendously on this show between 10 and 2, because that would be kind of like a, it would be deflating, you know, to my old ego. I don't want to go out like some kind of a clown. Like yesterday's show, for example. I mean, you talk about a clown. What, what would, on a scale of minus infinity, what would you give that, Chris? See, that was my bad, though. I take, I'm not going to blame anybody else for it. Because something worked on Monday, and then amazingly on Tuesday, the idea that it was going to happen again yesterday, uh, I should know better than that. And here's living proof of it right here. First call. Hello. Hi. See? There you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, no, that's his, that's his own private line now. Prozac Ron. He's got his own private line. Hi. Please. That's so the idea that I'm going to go through that again. Don't hold your breath for a repeat of that anytime soon. That's just my best suggestion to you. Okay, here's, here's the epitome of what South Florida is all about. And I, I would, though, have liked to have heard um, where those college students, uh, U of M probably, wouldn't you think, most of them? I can find out where he did that. Yeah, let's find out where uh, Manny did that thing yesterday and who those kids. What, what university, what uh, institution of higher yearning were they going to? And all you college kids out there, there's only one thing that's important, not learning a bunch of useless facts, okay? Just getting laid. That's the only thing that's important. I'm telling you that right now. Am I right? I agree. Yeah, there you go. What do you, what do you think, Chris? Oh, I, I totally agree. All those useless facts that they teach you in high school and college. Oh, gee, it's so important to know the capital of uh, Yugoslavia. Well, there ain't no more Yugoslavia. How do you like that, huh? Uh-huh-huh-huh. How do you like that? Trick question. Uh -huh. Like that Ben Franklin question. If somebody asked me what number President Ben Franklin would, uh, was, I'd tell him go fly a kite. How do you like them apples, huh? There you go. This story epitomizes what South Florida is all about. For those people who give me the song and the dance, oh, Canada sucks. Yeah, great, then don't ever go to Canada. That's my best suggestion, okay? Stay exactly where you are. Oh, look at this. WQAM, hello. Hi, I'm Mandy, and I'm what's wrong with Florida. <laughs> yeah, amen. All right. Amen. That's a good See, one. See, I'm telling you. That, actually, that was in better quality than the actual interview. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. A southbound Florida East Coast Railway train collided with a car on the track shortly around 7.40 this morning at Linton Boulevard and Dixie Highway in Delray Beach. But the woman driver got out safely before the crash, police said. This, like I said, epitomizes what goes on in South Florida. If you're over the age of 100 uh, and you buy a bunch of uh, box of Cracker Jacks, you'll find a Florida driver's license in there, and you can get it renewed every for six years at a time. That's a true story. When my mother turned 90, she got a six-year renewal in the mail. No eye test. I noticed now they're doing eye test if you're over 80. But she had no eye test, no are you alive test, no, well, you know. 
She could have been like a lump on a chair, and they would have sent her a, a new driver's license, six years in the mail, sight unseen. Atlantic Avenue and Linden, Lindell Boulevard now open across the train tracks. This was at 813, so that's old news. Pol- police said Minnie Caspi, 75, who lives west of Delray Beach, was eastbound when the light changed and the crossing gate came down. Police said Caspi panicked instead of pulling forward off the tracks, bailed out of the car and ran to safety. She just left the car right there. She wasn't injured, but her 2006 Lincoln Town car was destroyed, her Jew canoe. No one on the slow-moving FEC freight train was injured. Railroad officials com- uh, complained the accident backed up south ra- southbound rail traffic all the way to St. Augustine. Wow. Talk about where the people are older than Methuselah's grandpa, St. Augustine. Isn't that what they're famous for, being ancient? Mm-hmm. Minnie was is 75, and she lives west of Delray Beach, and there comes the big old train, luckily going very slowly. It was a slow-moving FEC freight train. Wish we had that. Now, you don't, you don't have access to all of them. I need songs like George does, do you? Uh, no, you know I what don't. I listened to again? Uh, I, I'm sure that, I mean, uh, although actually uh, Chris liked it yesterday, but when I found, when, Booker, when Chicken Neck sent me up on the roof, and I even got an email on our MySpace page about uh, that from some listener out there saying... Uh, oh, it's this, a great song. It is a great song, Up on the Roof by the Crying Shames. From I would say 67, 68, thereabouts. I even went to their website. There's a crying shame. It's C R Y A N, by the way. If anybody wants looks that uh, looks them up, be looking them up. They also did. It could be we're in love, and there was another one called Spice. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell it was. Sugar and Spice. I don't know. That was a good group. Columbia Records. Crying shame, and it's a crying shame that they only lasted such a very short time. They were probably too good. Cause that's a great. I could just play that until baseball time at 12:50. I could just keep talking it up again like that, nailing it, nailing it, nailing it. Find something good, keep nailing it. That's my suggestion to you. Isn't that what they said when they put Jesus up on the cross? Oh, that's bad. It's almost Easter. Don't be talking uh, irreverent. God, that's a great song. I could just keep. I could listen to that all day. Even now, what do you think, Josh? I didn't play enough of it for you to know. It's not your kind of music. I don't know what that means. But what means? Well, just my kind of music. What what is your kind of music? I like music. If it's good, I'll listen to it. If it's good, I like it. That, that's uh, you know, it's like sex. If it's good, what's not to like? There you go. So it's the same thing with music. The same with food. If the food is good, although of course there is different tastes. See, yeah, there are different tastes. Like in phone calls, for example. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, I wanted to talk to Neil. Speaking, sir. Oh, Neil, how you doing? I wanted to ask you about an old group. As long as you're talking about old music, I love you. Oh. So. Lee Andrews and the Hearts. Do you remember right. them? Yeah. I sang with Lee Andrews one time at a really? fraternity party. Yeah, I was a social chairman of a fraternity party, and everybody was drunk, and I was. I asked them if I could sing Teardrops with them back at the university. That, that was their big hit, Teardrops, 100 years ago. You Nobody. must be old like me, huh? You an old guy? Yeah, you, are, yeah, you know, but you're the best, man. You're, you're the treasure of South Florida. Wouldn't I you am. Guess? Okay, thanks a lot, pal. You don't call us again. You're too old. <laughs> nice, a good guy. Lee Andrews and the Hearts. Oh God! Let's let's talk some old music today because George is out sick. And what do you guys know about that? We already got. I bet if I click it, we got eight hundred. Uh, yeah, we do. Pretty good pull today, by the way. Whoever sent that in eight oh seven. Wow, we are in heaven. Eight oh seven. We got. Let's see. Let's take a look at that schedule now. I'm so happy that I made a recovery from uh, you know that experiment yesterday on this show. Just it was, at four hours of it too. Today, no matter what happens, although we've already got a couple of good calls, aren't you proud? Please, Very. please just punch. That's because Josh is here today. There's one guy. You better watch yourself because I'm positive he wants you. Uh, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard this guy. 
Yeah, this guy he misses me. Love. He misses you badly. In fact, I think he loves you more than I do. And I, I mean, have a I'm, fan. I love you only lightly from a distance, and I've, you and I have seen each other maybe three times in history. So, that's your fault, dude. You're up. You're up in that crappy, uh, crappy well, let Canada. Me, let me ask you this, okay? If I was down there all the time, yeah, how much time would you and I spend together? The answer is none. Oh, what, do you, than, what, what do you mean, like work? out of work? Well, we're not into the same things, Neil. Well, what does that mean? We're not into the same well, things. Well, you like guys. We like yeah. girls. I like going out and getting I, uh, hammered. Take and you and your girlfriend to dinner. How would that be? That would be fantastic. Yeah. How do you like that? See, would that would that bother you? Do you think I'm going to be reaching under the table, grabbing your leg, or something like that? That's what not is what wrong I, I with like. you, man? I just get a face. I think that's what he's hoping for. No. You know, yeah. you know, the interesting thing about Cordis is the first <laughs> time that he and I ever laid eyes on each other, at least the first time I ever saw him, was in the elevator. I was leaving it after the show. Yeah. And you, I mean, you talk about a kissy, kissy. It was very nice. I, you know, what do you mean? I, I had worked at the station for, I, I think, a year and a half before I even, that was the first time I saw you. Yeah. So I and said hello. Me, said I was said, I know fan. who that fat old fag is. That's Neil, yeah. <laughs> were there and birds man. chirping when you two locked eyes? He was very complimentary and a big fan of the show, and he knew I wasn't going to attack him or anything in the elevator because, you know, this, it would have been Witnesses. inappropriate. It was a and short ride. Uh, what? It was, a, it short was a short ride down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know where the special button is on the elevator, baby. Look out. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get back into that. Well, it's nice to have you here today. We, we miss you on the show. I mean, Thank I, you. Not, and, of course, Chris is going to take that the wrong way. It's not that we don't like Chris. Chris is doing a wonderful job. He's, he's doing a great job. job. He's doing an excellent job. It's, but you're, uh, you know. I've got some shoes to fill. Is that what it is? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get into the polls. Tony LaRusso had a little DUI problem there, the manager of your world champion, St. Louis Cardinals, and all that other stuff. I mean, does anybody really care about baseball anymore? My God, that is so passe. Oh, it's a sports station. So passe. Let's just get in a lot of spots and make a lot of money. Neil? God? Several days ago, I commented briefly on some recent statements that have been made by some members of Congress about Iraq. And it's important to make this point at the outset. The President of the United States purposely misled the American people on pre-war intelligence. Uh -huh. American soldiers and Marines serving in Iraq go out every day into some of the most dangerous and unpredictable conditions. These brave Americans were sent into battle for a deliberate falsehood. Pre-war information was distorted to corrupt the oil for food program. There is no denying that the President lied to the American people. This is revisionism of the most corrupt and shameless variety. It's also something I enjoy. It's one of the reasons I've stayed in the business, and I believe the feeling is probably the same for most of us in public life. The President and his administration hate our country and hate the liberties for which we stand. Absolutely. They dwell in the shadows, have no regard for the laws of warfare, and feel unconstrained by any standard of morality. Yes. The President of the United States is dishonest and reprehensible, and none of us should want it any other way. Thank you very much. Oh! Thanks for your refreshing honesty, Dick. It's uh, 1017 at 560. Did I give the schedule? No, I did not. Marlins and the Cardinals at 1250. Well, that's a bad break for the audience that we have to get out of here early. Oh, man. Don't ask me about Woodbine, because I won't tell you. Oh, did you lose? My ass. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. But you're not on a I'm, real bad streak, right? You I've been on a really nasty streak. You know, the money I've lost the last uh, two, three weeks of Woodbine, I, I didn't want to think about it. But anyway, my the let's not talk about it. Then that guy will call back that was playing the quarters in Vegas. See, what he doesn't understand, and his fo phony friend that called yesterday to try to get me all whipped up, you know, what is a fake indignation, um, 
Nobody cares about some schmuck out there that's playing. I mean, you know, if you're a schlepper, of course, play the nickels, play the quarters, have a good time, that's all. But nobody cares. It's not interesting. If I'm at Woodbine, they care because I'm legendary, see? There are no callers that are legendary. There are some that are trying to be, but they'll never make it. So if I have a good day at Woodbine or I find a bunch of bad machines like yesterday, they want to hear that. I'm not going to go into great detail, you know? It's like my late friend, the great fat rich, with his racetrack stories. You know, oh, I had the one over the four, five, seven, and the seven broke, and the four ran into the grass. Yeah, all the nobody cares, Rich. I mean, he's a great guy. You know, rest in peace, big peace. But uh, nobody cares about those things. Okay, let's get back to Josh and me on the elevator there now. Well, no, I, I think it's an interesting story. I mean, it was uh, it was kind of different. I mean, I, I give you credit for that. I mean, most, see, there are a lot of people, as you know, in that building, especially the people of Power 96 traditionally, right from the very beginning. We've been in there almost 10 years now. Right. Nine years plus. Very unfriendly. Yeah, I, I'd say that. Yeah, that's right. The people of Power, like, they, they're on FM, and they're big. They, they, you know, they have a living and breathing audience, and they're talking to people under the age of 100. And we're just on AM. We're just a bunch of old croakers on AM. Even though I'm probably making more than the whole damn Power 96 payroll, but what difference does that make, you know? Now that's that's right. I believe that. I, I think that's probably true as far as the on-the-air talent. Well, I think one guy could give you a run for your Who's money. That? DJ Laz, but you think uh, he's making the big bucks? How oh. much do you think he's pulling down, huh? I, do I don't know if he's down? making as much as you. I'd say I DJ Laz pulling. is doing just fine, though. No, give me a guess. What do you think he's making? If I were well, to guess, listen. Let's lay it right out there on the table, okay? You and me today, okay? Josh, my good buddy, okay. my close personal friend who loves me like crazy. <laughs> I would even though. I, I would guess, uh, I'd guess he's pulling down around a mill. Get out of here. DJ Laz? You kidding me? Why do you say it like in, in those, in those he terms? He is, uh, he's doing, is he's he doing legendary? Real well. Yes, he's legendary. He is legendary. Well, in that case, if you're legendary, you should be making seven figures. So you can go to Woodbine and lose your ass. No, but the point I was trying to make about the elevator is that there are a lot of very unfriendly people, including, I remember one time, and this is a story that really is still to this day frosts my ass. Talk about the epitome of South Florida and what's wrong with it. I mean, we hadn't been in the building all that long, and I get on the elevator to go home at the end of my show, and, you know, it's, it's a short, what is it, 15, 20 seconds going down? Yeah, it's real quick. On, on days when the elevator's working. And there's two young guys on there. I mean, both ugly, so I wasn't all that interested. But from <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Well, look, if they, if they were hot, I'd, I'd have paid attention, okay? Right, right. I'd have been right. interested, but they were ugly. But, and, and they were speaking English when I got on the elevator, okay? They'd obviously gotten on there to go down just before I did. And they were speaking English just like you and I are right now. And all of a sudden, as soon as I got on the elevator, the door closed. It was like, in Espanol. And I thought, not only didn't they even acknowledge the fact that I was on there, or, hi, Neil, how you doing, or, up yours, you fat old fag, or whatever. But it was just rude as hell, rude. Well, they wanted to talk bad about you. I must be in Dade County, huh? They wanted to talk bad about you without you knowing what they were saying. They weren't talking. I, I pick it upon him, man. I pick it upon him. I got the 10, 15 words down, you know. Uno, dos, trace, like Scotty Mack. Uno, dos, trace. We can kill the whole show on this because we got a short show today, but I think it's uh, it's interesting, the fact that you at least had the balls to introduce yourself. I was and, a big uh, fan, man. I'd, I'd say I'm a big fan and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, man, I, I tell you, I had to, like, uh, towel myself off by the time I got down to the first floor. What? <laughs> Made an impact was, like that? Huh? Made an impact like that? No, I don't mean that kind of a... No, no, don't start getting like that, okay? Don't start <laughs> turning this into some kind of a sexual thing. Like I did all not. Punks do That's not Sooner or later. Believe, believe me, at my advanced age, it would have to be somebody a hell of a lot more interesting than you to have an impact like that. Believe me when I tell you. No, I'm, I'm just saying it was just a, a nice kissy-kissy job. That's all. There you go. Yeah, it was nice. And I thought to myself, gee, what a nice kid, you know? And then, of course, you wound up working on the show, and I realized, well... <laughs> WQAM, <laughs> hello. 
Thank God you'll be leaving early. WQAM, hello. See, we're picking right up where we left off yesterday with Reverend Jones and his entourage of misfits and lunatics and idiots. I'm not going to waste too much time with that today again. Fool me once, shame on us. QAM. Don't waste any time, baby. WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil, I'm the uh, spokesperson for the Toothless Brigade. Do you think it's not one of the, one of the problems with Miami-Dade County? Yeah. Go away. Tony LaRussa, manager of the world champion St. Louis Cardinals, found himself sitting in a jail cell instead of a dugout this morning after a DUI arrest overnight in Jupiter. Oh, no. I knew he was out of this world. Undercover, uh, undercover city officers discovered LaRussa asleep at the wheel of his blue Ford SUV around midnight last night near the intersection of Military Trail and Frederick Small Boulevard, the Palm Beach Post be saying. The engine was running, the transmission was in drive, and his foot was on the brake. Initially, he didn't respond to several raps on the driver's side window. Finally, he was roused. Hey, Tony! Hey, you schmuck, you drunk! Finally, he was roused. LaRusse is 62, almost as old as I am, for Christ's sakes. In other words, very old. Was determined to have a blood alcohol content of .093%, Jupiter Police said in a statement. Florida's legal driving limit is .08, and he was .09. He was booked into Palm Beach County Jail. Four hours later, the charge is a misdemeanor. Members of the Cardinals were informed of the arrest as they arrived at the stadium Thursday for work. They expressed shock and support for their manager. He was one of the most acclaimed managers in baseball even before he managed the Cardinals to victory in the 2006 World Series. I haven't heard anything, said Braden Looper, former member of the Marlins, now pitching for the Cardinals. I just know the kind of person he is and how much respect I have for him. I'll respect him a ton. I'll stand by him. Oh, if we only had Stand By Me by Benny King right now, which I know you do, but... You, know, you can't get into George's goods there, can you? No, not really. I mean, I can, can but... You can't get into George's goods. 24 past 10 at QM. Here's the poll result from yesterday. Short show today with the Marlins and the Cardinals at 12.50. I wonder if Tony will be back in the bench uh, for today's game, you think? Sure, with a bottle by his side. Bottle of Heineken. Got 845 votes on today's poll already. A thousand, even with a short show today, a thousand is a given. And you want to know why? Because this is the legendary Neil Rogers show. Not just your ordinary pedestrian show. Legend freaking dairy. Here's the poll. If I could be somebody else for one day, I would be. We had uh, 1,357 votes. They didn't like this poll. They didn't like it. And you know something when you come right down to it? Uh, they didn't like it because they don't get it. These people that were calling saying, Hugh Hefner back in his prime, you know. Well, what kind of a deal is that? That's like saying Abe Lincoln when he was president. You know, well, what is it? If I could be somebody else for one day, I would be whoever the hell we're talking about now, not, not 40 years ago. Well, Hugh Hefner still wins, 331. Because with this crowd out there, all they want to do is get laid. You know, and, and I say... And you blame them, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. All, all this business about, you know, if you're going to go to school and learn something that will be helpful to you in your career and make you a lot of money and all that, that's great. Because then if you make some money, then you can get laid that much more. But other than that, there's, there's not anything really all that relevant. That's a terrible thing to say on the air. There's young, impressionable people out there. Neil. Good. I hope they take the message from me, okay? Enjoy it and do it. That's my suggestion, okay? Do it a lot. Enjoy it even more. Hugh Hefner, 331. That's what that's all about. Not because he's a great-looking guy or because he made a lot of money, but because he, uh, they know what the deal is. I gotta be me, 304. Yeah, sure. Tiger Woods, 145. Not because he's a golfer. And, boy, that golf stuff with Doral this week. Oh, oh my God. Talk about pain. But because he's married to a hot blonde chick. Isn't that right? Yes, he is. Yep. No, I'm not asking. Is uh, That's why they want to be him. And I hate this pool, 198%. Well, I don't blame him. Tom Brady, 61 not because Tom Brady's a great three-time Super Bowl champion quarterback or a great athlete or looks so damn good or all those other things because Tom Brady's impregnating every hot chick in the world. He's busy. He's taking my advice, okay? He's not wasting any time, baby. 
George W. Bush, 53, and I don't, I'm not even touching that. Neil Rogers, 52, said it could be a legendary fat old fag for a day. Or the Queen for a day, like that old TV show with Jack Bailey. Queen for a day. It's not the same Jack Bailey that used to drive at Vernon Downs, by the way. Bill Clinton, 52. Howard Stern, 50. Boy, I edged out Howie. Bill Gates, 44. Anybody but who I am, 35. Peter North, 20. The old straight shooter, Peter North. He still got it. He can still bring it with the best of them. Wayne Heisinger, 20. Ron Jeremy, 14. Fat. As they say in China, baby. Fat. George Rodriguez, 13. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille. Yeah. I don't know anybody else by that name, do you? Shaquille? No. Shaq Scott, 10. Paul Allen, 10. Hillary Clinton, 10. Oh, they'd like to be a real butch uh, broad with a uh, thing. Sidney Crosby, 9. Vanessa Paradis, 9, only because she's married to Johnny Depp. And they ah, Johnny, ah. And uh, Brady Quinn, Solamente says. Get her, did he cock it? Havana Gila Venice Mechor Havana Gila Venice Mechor Havana Ranena Havana Ranena Havana Ranena Excellent. I'm obsessed with those. Sometimes I feel because George sent me that disc that I'd forgotten all about. You know, I got all these discs, all these CDs, and all this great stuff from the past is on there, you know? From the IOD days, which I'm sure Josh wasn't listening back in the IOD days. That's when I started listening to you. Really? On IOD? Yeah, my dad listened to you, so I was in the car. I was listening. Well, thanks, Dad. That's good. And what about Chris? You weren't listening to the IOD days. No, I didn't start listening until you came over here. Because we had the lovely Anna Perez. Sometimes I feel like... Sometimes I feel that life is passing me by. I'm just going to play these in the crying shames, I think. Not something to think about, though. Sometimes I feel that people don't want to smile. Nice. Then I turn on my radio. It makes me smile like a child. Like a child, gotta say it right. Neil Rogers on my radio. Neil Rogers on my radio. Oh, yeah. And we also have one with the uh, fart version, too, that we can't play anymore. In fact, I probably should mention it. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, I can play it for you now. You can dump it. All right, let's do it. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Hey, I'm on the show today. Let's do it. I'll dump it. <laughs> But the audience is going to feel cheated. The people on the internet will hear it. Oh, that's right. Sometimes I feel... Okay, that's as much... <laughs> that was great. Oh, well, if you heard the whole thing, you'd really love it. Oh. You'd be in hysterics. You'd probably get on the elevator with me again. You're okay, Josh. You're a good guy. But luckily for you, you're just not, you know, you're not one of those really... In fact, the whole building, if it would have been JP now, uh, and George keeps pretending he uh, doesn't think that that kid ever worked on our station. It's a good thing George is out sick today. Maybe the Lord is punishing him for bad memory. God. Juan Pablo. That was uh, that was about the only good-looking guy we ever had in that building, much less working on the station. Is there anybody else? No. I'm not asking you guys. What do you know? That's always the response. Oh, we wouldn't know. Yeah, I know. 879 votes out of today's poll. We're going to be 900 plus by the top of this hour, man. Talk about power. So DJ Laz is making a million bucks? Um, I'd say around there, yeah. You're just picking a number. You're picking that out of your butt, man. Like Mo used to pick the dingleberries. You're picking that number out of your butt. I, I'm telling you right now. Right? Like, um, DJ oh, listen, Laz. Let's see. If you got the buttons there, is it on the, DC, on the uh, 360 like I got it here? What? 
Rectum. Is it on there? See, George right away. Yeah. Ah, see there. Okay, that's it. Like real or Memorex, you know? Remember, we used to have those spots on TV with Ella Fitzgerald. Is it real or is it Memorex, you know? Mm -hmm. Is it from Josh? Rectum. Or is it from Neil? I'm waiting. Rectum. <laughs> Rectum. <laughs> see that? Now, wait a minute. Was that Chris? Who? Where the hell did that come from? Oh, Rectum. 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 Yeah, that's where I think it Will you stop? Okay, now let's get to this poll today. What? Oh, and speaking of that, look what's leading on the poll today. <laughs> this is great. Rectum. Will you stop? I think the audience is doing that. Will you people stop hitting that damn button for crying out loud? What is wrong with you? Man, I think they've got ass on their mind. Rectum. Hell, it damn near killed them. Okay, what do we got? We got 884 votes. Boy, this is... I'm telling you, man, this is the week. What did I say earlier in the week, Kristen? I said this is the week, like, uh, turning yeah. point in my life. Oh, and by the way, speaking of that for my... Close personal friend out there who may have read some of the uh, ramblings I wrote this morning. I know how to spell the P word, okay? I just got, probably got a little bit emotional for fear that I might actually think about one. But at any rate, you know the P word I'm talking about? No, what are you saying? It ends in Y, but I put I. I don't know why I did that. I-N-G. 884 votes on the poll. Which medical exam or procedure causes you the most anxiety, he asked. Proctological exam. Finger up the... Rectum. Well. And, uh, this poll is only as it was sent in by the uh, listener, whoever it was. I wonder if that was Charlie B. Yeah, it was Charlie B. Thanks, Charlie, by the way. You're, you're the best. He sends in 80 zillion polls every day. Proctological exam, 302. Root canal, 132. Ooh, I never had one of those. That's why I'm in such a good mood this week. It's the first week in three weeks I haven't had to go to the dentist and get uh, drilled and popskied around with... Oh, You went man, three get, weeks straight? No, two, two Mondays in a row. But this is the first week I didn't have to go. So I'm gonna, even though I lost my ass, I'd much rather be lose my ass at Woodbine than go back to the dentist again. I would agree. I hate, hate this poll at 99, 11.1%. Now, that, that number is unacceptable because this poll is fine as GI wine. There's not a damn thing wrong with it. Dental exam, 61. Tooth extraction, 56. See how this is? Mostly dental crap. Bunch of wussies we got out there. Wussings. Giving a blood sample. <laughs> Giving a blood sample, 44. See, that's one thing I hate about... Well, if you're instant messaging somebody, you, you can correct the spelling, right? Yes. In fact, what you can do, what I usually do, is I'll like just re retype the word in the next line and so they know if I misspelled it that I'm not that stupid, you know? But in my space, if you send somebody a message and it, 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 you spelled it like an idiot, you can't correct it. And it's not really worth the effort to send another message saying, oh, gee, I misspelled that uh, word, you know? What do you then mean? They clean. give you like a proof of it, like this is what you wrote, kind of thing. Oh, I, I don't have the time. Do you think I got the time in my life to sit here, an important, legendary guy like me, and rewrite? Uh, well, what do you write? Articles? I mean, if, if that's yeah, the I'm case. writing. None of your business what I'm writing, okay? <laughs> I'm writing a lot of perverted sex stuff, is what I'm writing, and that's what I'm getting back. Good stuff. Amusing stuff. And in my case, it is amusing. Dental cleaning 43. Giving a stool sample. <laughs> sample 32. Rectum. <laughs> you know, I could tell the story of my endoscopy and colonoscopy a few years ago. I think we'd all like that. Would you really? Yeah. Almost as good as the story about my grassroot Michigan State. But I've told that one on the air many, many times. Uh, you've heard that story, haven't you? Yes, I have. Okay. And uh, you got to admit, that's a pretty good story. It's very good. At any rate. It was, what else was I got to do? That was the only way I could protect myself was getting drunk. I mean, immediately, if not sooner. And poor Arlene, the girl that I took on that date, you know. 
got her drunk and so on. I, the only the only thing I can remember about the actually being out there in the woods is her remembering looking over every now and then she'd be finding a different spot, like like a dog, you know, how a dog sniffs around, different spot to squat and pee in the woods because we were drinking so much uh, Meisterbrow. But at any rate. Uh, giving a stool sample 32. I'll tell you that story about that. Well, it's not really a story. It's just, a, uh, you know, it's a thing. Because I was having, I had the irritable bowel, and I had wanted to get my innards checked out, so I had the, uh, I got checked out on both ends, you know. They put a Cube. down your throat and a up the other end. And they look in there, and they look around and check everything out to see who's being naughty and nice and stuff. Uh, uh, give me, so I'll tell you the story. Stool sample 32, routine medical checkup 25, a gynecological exam 23, treadmill test 22, eye exam 13, getting a shot 11, getting a shot, baby, especially if it's Dick Cheney giving a shot, giving a urine sample 9. Now, why, why would anybody be upset about that? Well, maybe well, they do no, a lot of drugs. No, no, but seriously. Oh, oh I see. Well, the, what, what is the question again? Which medical exam or procedure causes the most anxiety? Oh, I see. Giving your exam because they're afraid they're going to find out you're uh, doing all them drugs. Drugs, baby. Uh, breast exam, 8, and an EKG, 7, out of 904. Boy, we're, we're going to be on the way to 1,000 by the top of the hour. And you want to know why? That's because Josh is here today. That's right. I think George is out and Josh is in. What do you think, Chris? Sure. Wink, wink. I'll, I'll text yes, him and let him know. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Yes. Since you and I are so chummy these days, uh... You know, the, the funny part of it is that, well, of course, I never was down there when you were working anyway. Because when I would come down, George would be running the board, and you'd be like somewhere else, you know, and you'd come in and give me a kiss, and that would be about it. Right. right. But who do you think is making more money, George or are you in your new position there now? I don't want to say what position it is. I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, I, I significantly increased, and I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, although I don't know what George makes. I, I don't even have a clue. Not much. Not enough. Not enough. He's an unsung hero. Seventeen, and I sure hope he's not listening home of a sick and thinking I'm, you know, ripping him while he's uh, under the weather, you know. Because you know what the audience will think. Oh yeah, Neil wants it's like Michael Jackson with a chimp. You know, he wants somebody younger and newer in there to take George's job. He's gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Well, well, do you think I would ever do that? No. Yeah. Now, Josh says no. Chris says yes. No. He's in your will for Christ's sake, right? Who is? George. Get out of here. Are you out of your mind you or said what? That Get out of Will, will my ass. Rogers. Sports Radio 560. A heart or a liver? No. This is the CBS Evening News. Good evening. I'm Dan Rather on special assignment for CBS Evening News. Thanks to the Bush administration's bungling of this trumped-up war in the Middle East, Muslim violence exploded again today in protest of the cartoon depicting the Prophet Muhammad here in the once tranquil tomb town. Stimpy, you clean for that. Get the pig, get the pig, he's unclean. Abdi, 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 oh crap. Blame for the violence rests squarely on... Hamas Barber. And in Pakistan, authorities report three protesters were injured today when anvils fell on their heads. The situation was compounded by the news from Tehran that Iran was producing its own Adam Ant. Reporting live from Toontown, I'm Dan Rather, CBS Evening News. Now back to you. Okay, 14 before 11 at 560 WQM, two hours and four minutes away from the big Marlin pregame show. All right. That's going to be really nice. You'll see. For us, anyway. So, what's the story? Like at 1250, do you get to go home or do you have to go back to your other job now? <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. 
Uh, yeah. What would mean it's pretty funny? Well, I... Aren't you, aren't you uh, being George for the day? I'm queen for the day. Aren't you being George for the day? Yeah, well, that doesn't mean that someone's handling my responsibilities right, right now. I see. Such as what? What would you be doing? Web work. <laughs> what a wicked web we weave. That's right. When we practice. Practice makes prefect. 919 votes on the poll, by the way. We're going to have 1,000 in four shakes of a lamb's tail. Not too bad. And don't get all bent out of shape now because we got that stupid-ass exhibition ball game on, okay? One of these days they're going to start playing it's really going to count. There still won't be any interest, no. but nevertheless. By the way, uh, I got it on a pretty good source that I called during the break that uh, uh, DJ Laz, uh, not not just from the station, but he, he's involved in a lot of things, is making a cool, around a cool a million dollars. Nice. Well, isn't that great? But not just from the station. Right, you know his appearances and and stuff that he does on the side. I'm sure. So he's the station, he's making about a hundred grand, and he's making a hundred grand from. I'd say he's making a lot more than he's that. He's making but. a lot more than that, boy. He must be. I never heard of him to be honest with you, other than the fact I know he's in the building. You know, he's been around. Forever. Does he have any idea who I am? Oh, of course. What do you mean by that? He works at Power. They don't talk to us. They treat us like like. He's a radio man. guy. DJ oh, legendary. legendary. He is. He legendary. was the legendary Neil Rogers then. Yes, he does. He's probably ugly though, isn't he? How old, how old of a guy is this DJ Lance? DJ Lance probably about late 30s. Ugly. 40 maybe? I don't know. WQAM, hello. Not there. That's a damn shame. That was going to be a good call. Oh, and I that knew. Manny piece? Yeah. He did that Aventura. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. Aventura Mall. Aventura. Those kids could be from Miami-Dade or FIU or uh, UM or uh, from Hunger. All of the above? Yeah. From all of those uh, great institutions of higher learning. B, they could be from, did I mention BCC even? Broward Community College? Don't be putting down kids that went to BCC, okay, just because they majored in windsurfing and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with windsurfing. You ever tried? No. Well, if you're in Florida, it's uh, you know one of those things that you do when you're in Florida. Besides, prepare to get the hell out. So how was that? How was what? Windsurfing? Windsurfing. WDQAM, hello. George would make more money. WDQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil. Yes. I've been listening to you since uh, the WIOD days, and uh, my boss turned me on to you, and I've been Your loving you. Your boss turned you on, huh? And uh, DJ Laz is pretty ugly, fat guy with polio or something. He's got polio? He has polio. Something's wrong with his leg or something. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's Probably the pimp with, with the limp. He's the gimp with the limp? DJ Lies. Now, did this guy just make that up, or is that the MS? Is that the truth? No, he is. His, his moniker is the pimp with the limp. Uh, he really well, does have a limp, limp, yes. I don't know if that, that's the actual reason behind it. Now, is that because he's got poliomyelitis or no, something like that? No, I don't I thought so. Jonas Salk invented the polio vaccine. See, even I know something. that. And you know something? The fact that I know that Jonas Salk invented the polio vaccine isn't going to get me laid or anything like that. See, that, that, if you know something and it's not going to be advantageous to your sex life, it's really rather useless, you know? Or unless it's going to make you a lot more money. Like here at QAM, we're running 80 billion spots in a morning show, and we can't figure out what they can't crack a one share, you know. By the way, DJ Laz is 35, a little too old for you. Oh, look at this. Somebody just faxed this in. We thank them profusely. And the traffic checkpoint tomorrow. Do we want to? I, I guess I can mention it now. Yeah. Don't let me, don't let me forget tomorrow because I know George is going to be out sick again tomorrow. I think, you know how I work two days in the summertime? Yeah. yeah. See, because when you were on the other side of the glass, you were as useless as breast on a, on a bullfrog, you know. But on this side, you do a good job. Thank you. Chris, he does a good job in here. Yep. In fact, when I got that message this morning that um, George was going to be out sick today, I like uh, was high fiving myself. Not, not that I want George to be sick or I want him to feel bad, you know. But I just thought it gives us like a different different perspective. 
for example, some, somebody just raised a very interesting question about uh, uh, male prostitutes. And you're probably what? thinking, what's interesting in that? Well, no, the, the, it is, because it goes back to that BS, and thank God George isn't there today, so I have to fight all day on this thing. If, if a young guy goes out, like, like years ago, like I've told you these stories, I mean, what, what do I care at this point in my life? Uh, you know, guys used to pick up hookers on the boulevard, and, uh, and queens like me used to pick up young guys who were hustlers on the boulevard many, many a time. There's nothing wrong with that. We did that poll one day. Almost, I wasn't it about 50%, Chris? 50% said they paid for sex at least once in their lifetime. Yeah, right? that area. So what's the big tennis with that? So the fact that those guys are out there selling their body for sex, does that make them gay? By. By. By the hour? The minute. Gay. You're, you're both full of crap. Make, makes <laughs> them, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a living. Masta living, as Hyman Roth would say. Well, I'm not going to open up that Pandora's box again, you know. It's just, uh, what's the point? BSO deputies will conduct a traffic checkpoint on Friday, March 23rd. That sounds like tomorrow, boys and girls, from 7.30 till 10.30 p.m. tomorrow night in the 2600 block of Northwest 49th Avenue, Lauderdale Lakes. If Tony LaRusse is listening, Seattle, Lauderdale Lakes tomorrow night. He'll be gone anyway. Well, he's in Jupiter. Vehicles will be inspected for defective safety equipment. Motorists will be asked to show their driver's license, registration proof of insurance, and give out a good, <sighs> healthy breath like that. They're going to be asked to show it. Tomorrow night, 7.30 to 10.30, 2600 block. A Northwest 49th Ave in Lauderdale Lakes, which isn't really very nice, but that's the way it goes. Yeah. Well, they keep doing that to us. 932 votes on the poll. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. That Marlins game got rained out. You've got to stay on till two o'clock. No, it's not. Yes, it is, Neil. No, it's not. Neil. Not no chance. It, it's rained out. You've got to stay on. It's air. in Jupiter. It's not raining in Jupiter, schmuck. Neil, you Neil, Neil, Neil. That sounded like, uh, that must have been Johnny G. Now, wouldn't we know if the uh, Marlin game was rained out? First of all, even if it is rained out, they come on the air and don't they fill the time or something? Yep. Huh? They would do a rain delay special. Let's see, Jupiter weather. Now, is this going to give me the city or the planet? Huh? Let us know both. Okay, well, let's see, Jupiter weather... The weather report is from Jupiter. Oh, that, that's, that's about the planet. Jovian superstorms like those on Earth. Weather on, all of these on here are on the planet. Oh, I better put uh, Jupiter, Florida, huh? It'd be good. Okay. I could just do the Florida weatherman. I could be the weather fairy for an hour. You'd fit right Jupiter, in. Jupiter, Florida. Okay, there we go. Jupiter, Florida weather. Yeah, that's what I meant. Did you mean, yeah, oh, for crying out loud, a thunderstorm. I know it's been raining like cats and dogs down here. Let's see. Maybe this is the message I'm looking for. It says, that guy was... <laughs> well, glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Good. <laughs> oh. You want to share there? What, what no, do I'm, I, don't, I don't share my personal inside messages here. Okay, oh, it's from personal my, uh, inside. Okay. Out there. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I don't share. It was amusing. I'm glad he got he got tickled by it, but he gets tickled a lot uh, easily, from what I understand. Anyway, Jupiter forecast. Uh, it shows a thunderstorm, but 76 and 69. That doesn't tell me it's going to be rained out. You know. <laughs> hey, we're switching to the ball game at 12:50. Yeah, listen. I'm going to tell. You, well, what am I going to do? I'm just going to have lunch anyway. I'm not going anywhere. 12:50. What am I going to do? Am I going to go back to Woodbine again today? I can wait till Saturday. Okay, Woodbine Saturday and lose my ass again. 
Oh, brother. This I, I'm telling you, this week has been something. I can't I can't use the word on the air. And you know why? I think it's because I found these old IOD things is what it is. Like this. This is another good one. Approaching that thousand mark already. This is a banner day. Trust me, 941 votes on the poll. And here's the deal: which medical exam or procedure causes you the most anxiety? Proctological exam. We don't want to get too deeply into that. Rectum. Uh, 317. Root canal. 142. I hate this poll. 108. 11.4 percent is actually going up. Uh, what, what is there not to like about this poll? I think it's most amusing, if you ask me. Not as amusing as the guy with the weather report, but n- nonetheless. Dental exam, 63. Tooth extraction, 59. Most of this is like uh, tooth stuff, you know? We like saying, who are you most afraid of? Santa Claus, the uh, boogeyman, or the tooth fairy? Uh, Giving a blood sample, 49. Dental cleaning, 47. Giving a stool sample, 32. Oh, I didn't tell you the story yet about my... Oh, I don't want to go into it. Oh, yeah, you do. No, I do not. It's too too gross about that whole procedure you've got to go through. Well, everybody wants to hear it. I'm not going into it too deeply. You'll just have to. You already teased it. Right around the edges. Yeah, I'll tease this. Routine medical checkup, 27. A gynecological exam, 24. Haven't had one of those yet. Treadmill test, 23. Eye exam, 13. What, what's the problem with that? I guess because your eyes, they dilate them, you know? Mm-hmm. They dilate your pupils, kind of like what the priests do to the altar boys. They dilate the pupils. Getting a shot, 12. Giving a urine sample, 10. Breast exam, 8. And EKG, solamente 7. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Rock solid. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? An Oscar for his stupid flick For all that saved the earth crack It makes me sick For everybody says that movie's great For all I know is he should lose some weight Gore's motion picture is a bore All it did was make me snore With never-ending warnings Please beware of global warming gore Here's another inconvenient truth Gore should be fitted for a larger Listening to him is a chore That's much bigger than before I do not like Albert Gore 
1103 at 560 WQM. I'm looking at the Florida radar right now, okay? Not that I want to be influenced by some quizzling that calls up with that uh, squeaky fake voice. He was excellent, though. And I'm looking at the map, and I see rain in South Florida, of course. In fact, I see some thunder showers uh, over Dade County. But uh, Jupiter is as clear as a bell, man. It's crystal clear in Jupiter. Perfect. So, hey, exactly. Practice makes prefect, baby. Have no fear. The Marlins are here. With or without Tony LaRusso and his bottle of booze with my uh, Meister brows. Okay, well, I'm ready for the story. Well, for what story? Go ahead. About my colonoscopy That's and my right. endoscopy? Let's do it. Let's it do was it. the living end, baby. Rectum. And they stick a tube down your throat and a tube Chew. up your... Rectum. But they, they, they knock you out first. They give you that... Uh, oh, really? What they give you? A shot. Oof. And they give you the needle, man. And they don't put you completely under, like if you're going to be operated, like when my gallbladder I had taken out. It's not that kind of a... It's, it's like... Uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's like an intermediate kind of anesthetic where you're like, you, you don't remember anything. And they give you a shot? Well, how else are they going to put you out? With, like, laughing gas? Why, why do you ask it with such incredulity, man? Nice. Yeah, they give you a shot. And they put, that puts you out. Like a bullet in the brain, and you just never remember a thing. Perfect. No, they, they give you a, a needle, a shot of some stuff, and they, you, you know nothing, you know? Which is probably not all that good, especially when you know where they're going to be examining, you know? Probably better to be a little bit uh, aware. And, and then you wake up, and then the doctor is standing there, which uh, this guy was a very good guy. That was his area of expertise. And uh, he tells you that he looked up there and down there and inside. Everything is just, oh, oh we're, we're fine. fine. You know, he said it looked just like uh, the old Hershey Highway or something like that. So, you know, something cute. said everything was fine. But the night before, you know, you have to do a little prep, like show prep for, like, doing this show every day. You have to do a little bit of prep when you're going to go in there and get the old canals, man. That's right. The Erie Canal and the Barge Canal and the Welland Canal for all you Ontario people. Let's go to the Welland Canal, eh? I don't know what we're going to do there, but let's go to the Welland Canal. And uh, so you have to provide. Well, they do these other tests, too. I, I forget what they call it, that they, they, they test for a certain kind of bacteria in your intestinal tract. Oof. What? Well, no, the reason I got concerned about that is that my grandfather, I mean, the audience doesn't care about all this. My grandfather on my father, on my um, mother's side, Abraham Solomon, he died before I was born. He died of stomach cancer. And so I'm, I'm assuming, because what do I know about all those different genetic things, you know? So I'm assuming that if I were to croak from something like that, that could be it. You know, so, so the irritable bowel, you get, oh, you get these uh, pains in the side. And you think, oh, geez, I'm going to croak, you know. And so it's probably good when in doubt, go have it checked out. So the night before, you have to do the prep. You have to, like, uh, do a, a real good internal cleansing, you know? Now, what do they call that? Like a, um, a blueberry explosive enema or something? You That's have to do it, that. yeah. And then also to check for this bacteria, which I can't think of what they call it, you have to provide stool samples. Just little slobs, swabs, slobs, swabs. And you have to... I, I'm not going to go into it, okay? We can't do that. That's, like, uh, too heavy duty, you know? It's just uh, it's too grotesque. So you have to smear and smear, and then you have to put in these little bottles and uh, close it all up. And, and then you have to shake it up, too. Shake it up, baby, yeah. Look what's inside there. Rectum. Oh, God, look what's in that bottle. So that's what you have to do. That's my, my, someday, you know, all you people out there, all you punks, man, you think it's only us old farts. Well, guess what? Someday, if you're lucky, you're going to wind up being an old fart, too. Uh-huh. And then you're going to have to wind up doing the colonoscopy and the endoscopy and all these... Into every kind of place where you wouldn't even want to imagine, you know? And you're like incoherent. You have no idea what kind of probing is going on there. You have no clue uh, who's doing it and what they're doing. 
and probably just as well. Speaking of uh, Cube. the mystery creator of the Orwellian news ad against Hillary Rodham Clinton is a Democratic operative who worked for a digital consulting firm with ties to rival Senator Barack Obama. That's not good. Philip DeVellis, a strategist with Blue State Digital, acknowledged in an interview with the AP that he was the creator of the video, which portrayed Clinton as a big brother figure and urged support for Obama's presidential campaign. DeVellis, 33, said he resigned from the firm yesterday after he learned that he was about to be unmasked by the HuffingtonPost.com, a liberal news and opinion Internet site. Blue State designed Obama's website, and one of the firm's founding members, Joe Rospers, took a leave from the company to work as Obama's director of new media. The connection to the campaign is likely to be a setback, it says, for Obama, who has cultivated an image as a politician who wants to rise above bare-knuckle poli- politics. Bare-knuckle. It's true. Yeah, it's me, Devella said last night. He said he produced the ad outside of work, and neither Blue State nor the Obama campaign was aware of his role in the ad. What a schmuck. What an idiot. Sounds like sabotage to me. But it raises some eyebrows, so I thought at best I resign, not put them in that position, he said. Thomas Gensimer, director of uh, Blue State Digital, said Devella was fired and ended. Mr. DeVellis created this video on his own time, Gensmer said in a statement. It was done without the knowledge of management and was in no way tied to his work at the firm or our formal engagement on technology pursuits with the Obama campaign. In its own statement, the Obama campaign said the campaign had no knowledge and had nothing to do with the creation of the ad. Blue State Digital has separated ties with this individual. We've been assured he did no work on our campaign's account. The Clinton campaign had no immediate comment. In the interview later in a blog written for the Huffington Post, DeVellis expressed pride in his creation while acknowledging that his employers are disappointed and angry at me, and deservedly so. It changes the trajectory of my career, he said. In posting his blog, he wrote, I support Senator Obama. I hope he wins the primary. I recognize that this ad is not a style of politics. Also, I believe Senator Clinton is a great public servant, and if she should win the nomination, I would support her and wish her all the best. Wow. The 74-second clip, which I'm sure now you've both seen it, right? No. I've seen most of it. A copy of an 84 Apple ad for Macintosh computers recorded nearly 1.5 million views with an enormous surge in the past two, a few days. Two days. The video's final image reads BarackObama.com, which has no business being on there. Developers remained hidden for weeks, protected by the anonymity afforded by YouTube and the absence of federal regulations governing most Internet political speech. The ad portrayed Clinton on a huge TV screen addressing robotic humans in a stark futuristic hall. A female athlete tosses a hammer at the screen, destroying Clinton's image with an explosive flash. Then this text, on January 14th, the Democratic primary will begin, and you'll see why 2008 isn't going to be like 1984. Developers said he used footage of an updated Apple ad that portrayed the female athlete wearing an iPod. He said he used standard Apple equipment to modify the video, edit Clinton's image into the clip. Obama, appearing on Larry King Live Monday night, said his campaign knew nothing about the origins of the anti-Clinton ad. Frankly, given what this looks like, we don't have the technical capacity to create something like this. He said it's pretty extraordinary. Develop said he's an Obama supporter, was inspired to do the ad after he read reports that Clinton backers were strong-arming Democrats for money and support. He added, I didn't really like the style of some of Senator Clinton's videos and the way they were presenting her on the Internet. I just thought it was a little bit disingenuous, just like her, disin-freaking-genuous, that bitch, the ice princess, Hillary. But nevertheless. Now, this is kind of interesting. It's not really this uh, poll that somebody sent in. Pretty boring. We've come right down to it. Don't you think? It's all right. Oh, I see. If the Neil Rogers show was yanked off the air between 10 and 2, I would blank. And it's got all. Listen to Rush, listen to Satellite Radio, listen to 790 The Ticket, listen to FM, listen to the very best of Neil CDs, watch TV or throw myself off a tall building. Well, I think that's what most people would do is that last choice, throw themselves off, well, maybe not a tall building. Because like I told you before, that's not a good way to do it. Because then maybe halfway down you change your mind. Too late. Too late. Sorry, mister. Can't do it. 
Not a good way to go. Bullet through the brain is the way to do it, isn't it? What do you think? It's what I hear, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, take a look at what we got here. 978, after the, after, uh, the break, we're going to have like 1,000 votes. Probably because Josh Cordes is there today, and that guy out there that's got the hots for you. He, he wants you badly, man. He wants you more. There are no words to describe how much he wants you. He wants to fondle you and cuddle you and put you in a corner and tie you up in a chair and just keep you there. You know, just as a friend, just as a companion, <laughs> just to hang out. Which, uh, I'm not going to read this again. I just got through reading. These are disgusting. 981 votes. Especially that thing about the, uh, what's the one I keep getting to where I can't, giving a stool sample, and I keep thinking back to that whole deal with that. Uh, Cue! Oh. Well, you know, if there were a God, you think we'd be going through things like that if there was really a God? Any, all you religious notes out there, all you geckies, stop and ask yourself that question, okay? If there was a God, would we have these oh, horrible uh, things that we have to be involved in? No, unclean. Unclean. Oh, God. Know what I mean? What do you mean? Oh, there's Alberto Vio Five Gonzalez. Today, we have a situation where the President of the United States. Sounds like he's in a boom closet. Good place for him. To hire and to fire United States attorneys. Get out of here, you lying little piece of turd man. Vio Drink all the time, my brain is wet. I'm what they call the 29%. Now there's Bush administration, those look best for me. And everything I see about Fox is gospel, I believe. You'll know me when you send me a yellow ribbon magnet on my ass. You say I support the truth better than, than me. That shiny yellow magnet on my ass, you think, means how about my butt? I'm an ignorant butt. Foolish, cowardly, but a yellow ribbon adorns the tailgate of my ass, you think. I've never served my country, but I sacrificed by washing my paper. I grew more troops for shipping, that's all right by me. Though all them kids up, left the ruddy dust, shower over me. I've got a yellow magnet on my head, my head, Get her done, baby. It's 1118 at 560WQM. This is quite a story we have here about the provost. I don't even know what, what does a provost do? I remember Claude Provo used to play for the Montreal Canadiens. Let's do some hockey talk. You fairy. What does a provost do at a university? Do you have any idea? I don't. Well, why don't you uh, Google it? I'm going to Google it right now. P-R-O-V-O-S-T. Provost. Oh, really? Is that how you spell it? Well, you got the article there. You faxed it to me, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, no, no, that's right. This uh, Chris faxed it before you came in this morning. It says the sudden and unexpected a departure... Senior of... academic administrator, by the well, way. Well, excuse me. That sounds pretty hoity-toity to me, huh? 
The sudden unexpected departure of popular Ave Maria University provost, Ave Maria. Let's play it by Johnny Mathis. Come on, we can do it. Ah, uh, Let's get one for the Getschkes, baby. It's almost Easter time. And Pesach. See, all you people out there that don't understand what a bunch of garbage, all the religious stuff is, have you ever noticed? It's not just a coincidence, okay, because it's all about business. Of course. But the Jews and the Goyim, they have to have the major holidays. There has to be some, like, uh, cross-dress, crossover. Like, so Easter time, you got Passover, Pesach. And then at Christmas time, you got Chanukah, Hanukkah. And isn't it interesting how Hanukkah and Christmas both involve the giving of gifts, spending of lots and lots and lots of money, huh? Anyway, the sudden unexpected departure of popular Ave Maria University Provost John Fessio yesterday left students and faculty stunned and upset. Oh, this is from NaplesNews.com. That's where that big Ave Maria is in Naples, where they have a great steak and shake, I hear. Not the Sonic. Sonic, yeah. Excuse me. Now, and are you a Sonic guy? Oh, I'm a huge Sonic. Look, when I was in Tampa last time, I hit it. You hit it? I hit it. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. I bet you did, yeah. So, so how was it? I love it. What about the uh, Sonic? No, it's great, man. It's open 24 hours. You just pull up. People bring well, what it. What is so food. good about it? They got great burgers. They aren't like all falling apart. And I don't know nothing or... about the burgers. I just know that uh, I got a little breakfast burrito that was fantastic. And they got awesome, like, uh, little ices, like lemonade ices. ices. Not ices. That sounds so, that sounds so. Yay. Jesus, Josh, come on. Oh, sorry. I'm giving you all these compliments and everything. I'm trying to boost your career here, like ices. Like, uh, that sounds like so. You fair. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, getting back to obviously, and what about, I hear the desserts are fantastic there, too. I've, I've never uh, been anywhere near a Sonic. I, I wouldn't know one if one bit me on the lip. We don't have that here. Nope. We, got Har- we got the Harvey's. And in Tampa, they got Hardee's. See, that's the thing I don't understand. Why does Tampa have so much, so many better restaurants than Dayton Broward? Well, why is that? The old people like to go to restaurants a lot more? No, nah, it's got nothing to do with old people. The old people go through fast food. That's, when you go through the fast food joints over there, you don't see old people. You see a young retards who eventually will be old troglodytes someday, but they're young retards. That's one thing, man. The inbreeding on the west coast of Florida is just unbelievable. It must have it like slopped down from Tennessee. And Arkansas, and Mississippi, and Alabama, through all them Yahoo places. It must have kind of slopped down through there, and the inbreeding like wound up on the west coast of Florida. God, so many orange-haired, strange people. But uh, they got Sonic, and they got Steak and Shake way before Steak and Shake ever came to South Florida, for years and years and years. And the good thing about the ones in Tampa, the Steak and Shake, like that one famous one on Dale Mabry, is that the burgers don't all fall apart in like little chunks like they do with certain ones. Like, I don't want to say the steak and shake on Sunrise Boulevard, but the burgers are really good. And the shakes, oh, man, I get the shakes just thinking about it. So you would give Sonic what, uh, on a scale of 10? I mean, you know, granted it's, it's fast food, but, you know, uh, I would give it a, for fast food, I'd give it a good 8 or 9. Hmm. Josh Cordes is an 8 or maybe even a 9 for Sonic. I like you like? I like Sonic. Nice. The sudden unexpected departure of popular Ave Maria University Provost John Fessio yesterday left students and faculty stunned and upset. Fessio, once a student of the current Pope, oh my God, was asked to resign his position immediately yesterday. Fessio sent an email shortly after 2 p.m. Wednesday to members of the Ave Maria community announcing his departure. The brief email read to the Ave Maria University community, I mean the Ave Maria. I've been asked to resign my position as provost and leave the campus immediately. Get out of here, you lunatic. I will miss Ave Maria. Ave Maria and the many of you whom I hold dear. Uh Uh-huh. I hold dear. I wonder if there's a comma in that. In a statement, university officials said Fessio was asked to step... I wonder if he's came to Tessio. He was asked to step down as a result of irreconcilable differences over administrative policies and practices. Practice makes perfect, you know. 
The statement did not elaborate. University officials would like FSU to serve the university in an advisory capacity in the future, according to the statement. We are grateful for the, the, last, the last paragraph of this makes the rest of it worthwhile, so just bear with me. It's coming in a few hours. Okay. We're grateful for the enormous contributions Father Fessio has made to the development of Ave Maria University, especially to the liturgical and intellectual development of the institution. The statement read, the liturgical and intellectual development of the institution. Laturd? Laturd, yeah. Laturd, as in... Rectum. It's the third time I've told you, cut the crap. University President Nick Healy and school founder Tom Monahan met with students and faculty in private yesterday regarding Fessio's dismissal, according to Barbara Leonard, university spokeswoman. Neither Healy nor Monaghan could be reached later for comment. Fessio also could not be reached. People don't get asked to resign. They get fired, said Reverend Michael Beers, dean of the pre-theologate pro- the- I don't know how you say that. Pre-theologate program? No, get out of here, at Ave Maria. I was very surprised. I'm totally shocked, Beers said. They don't get resigned. They get fired. Now, here comes the uh, interesting part, the meat of the matter. Fessio's dismissal came one day after recent statements he made were published in an article in the California Catholic Daily titled, Hey, Hey, Baby Gay, What Do You Do, What Do You Say? This isn't the California Catholic Daily. This isn't in some, like, uh, screaming fag paper or something. In the California Catholic Daily, the article was titled, Hey, Hey, Baby Gay, What Do You Do, What Do You Say? What do you say, sweetie? His statements were also published March 2th on the personal website of one of the country's preeminent evangelist leaders, the Reverend A. Albert Moeller, Jr. In the article, Moeller suggested that there was a possibility that a biological basis for homosexuality may be proven, the Associated Press reported. Moeller's argument was endorsed by Fessio. Oh, that's it. That's it. Now he's coming to the uh, aiding and abetting them fagotes. That's what he's doing. That's, that's why he's out. Hey, hey, baby gay, what do you do, what do you say? I think it's who do you do and what do you say, huh? And what do they say? What, what do they say, Father? All right. Oh, the big fag place, man. That whole Catholic church, that's all it is. And that whole confession idea. Do you know those priests, man, when they're sitting on the side of that confessional and they, they want to ask you about all of that personal stuff? And, uh, you know, did you touch it? Did you do it? Did you do this one? Did you, who did you touch and where did you touch them? And how was it? And how many times did you do it? They're sitting in there, man. They got the, they got the big uh, Catholic jar of Vaseline on the other side of that confessional. <laughs> you know it, man. And you better get the hell out of there fast because God only knows where they're going to put it. Don't, don't play that drop Rectum. Oh, jeez, I knew you'd do it. Oh, I did it. See, the audience has no idea. That was good yesterday. We got 1,002 votes already. Oh, man, what a week. On a, on a shortened show because of the freaking Marlin game. And we still got 1,002 votes already. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, you know, I must, be, I must be missing something because apparently support the troops means keep them in harm's way. As yeah, long. yeah, okay, right. Yeah, like we don't know that already. So quit, quit trying to be like an intellectual. News okay, bulletin. Huh? Yeah, big bulletin there from this guy. Like support the troops is just a bunch of double talk crap uh, to try to like intimidate everybody else, especially Democrats who are easily intimidated these days. Oh, John and Elizabeth Edwards are having a news conference at noon about her health and about whether he's running or not, I'm sure. Or maybe he just won't say anything like uh, that goofball. Who was it? Chuck Hagel. Remember that press conference, Chris? Yes, it was. We waited, and we waited, and we waited. Ponderous. Ponderous is an understatement, man. A thousand and two votes on the uh, legendary poll. Florida Credit Union. He's got Neil. How'd you like that, huh? Jump in a taxi cab. I said, driver, Central Park. He looked at me so quizzically. I could tell he was in the dark. 
So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms the trees I made. Nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach where the weather is nice and sunny. I walked into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. So I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, No, Antienda, what does that mean? Nobody speaks English anymore. At the corner deli. Huh? Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, Millie. Or you can go back to Iran. <laughs> I came here many years ago. Learn my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias. I say pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're in America now. Stop making me sick. Nobody speaks English. Come on, Eleven thirty-two at QM. So the point I was trying to make is that there's like Donatello's, which who knows? If, I mean, I haven't been in Tampa in a long time. In a coon's age, as they said on the pool last Friday. I mean, I wouldn't say time. there's. I wouldn't say there's better restaurants in Tampa. Burn Steakhouse. Burn Steakhouse. Legendary, even though he's dead, and uh, Donatello's. No, they're just and, and all the fast food joints. There's Hardee's. Are there Hardee's? There may be like. Uh, are we going to go through this again like we did with Sonic last week? Is there a Hardee's in South Florida left? I no. think there used. To, there's not. No. Not even one. I don't think so. No. Not even Solamente Uno. No. Oh, what a shame! Hardee's is good. They got them good shroom burgers. Got oh, a good man. breakfast. No, no, don't tell me you eat those biscuits. That's for Goya, man. No, I'm, not biscuits, big, I'm not a big biscuit, biscuits yeah. with gravy. Those things that are like uh, no. craters. God, no biscuits. Those are with like gravy. from a petrified forest, man. Well, what are you talking about for their breakfast? They got like eggs. You know, they're just like McDonald's. Egg but McMuffin. Better. Yeah. Now, what is the Bur- Burger King's got those egg uh, uh, croissant sandwiches? Mc Mc sandwich. Mc what is it? A croissant sandwich on a croissant. Or cro- oh, croissant. That, that's what they got. Croissant. That's what I used to eat at I and Z all the time. Without the egg. Hold the egg, please. Squeeze the egg. What? Like just bacon? Bacon and cheese uh, croissant, which with no egg. Yeah, what, who needs the egg on it? See, I like eggs in an omelet, but any other kind of egg, like, oh, oh, man. Wow. And especially those runny ones. I mean, it looks you think it's food, but it's not. God. You know what I'm talking about, runny eggs? Uh, no, I'm trying not to imagine that right now. Well, it's like sushi, man. It's the same thing. No. <clears throat> I mean, there are people who eat it, but I don't know why, you know? Maybe because they think that they're smarter than me or something like that. I mean, sushi. No, seriously, there is not enough money in the world to get me to eat sushi. I'm telling you right now. I, agree. I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. If anybody wants to pay me to eat sushi, I'll there do it. There are a few things. There are a few things in the world that I would not put my tongue near, and one of them is sushi. Well, okay? I agree with you to a certain extent. I mean, I don't eat any raw sushi. Yeah. I'll eat like uh, you know, California rolls, which is just crab and you know cucumber. Or a, a shrimp Crab and cucumber? Well, what, what does that mean? What's that kind of... I thought sushi had fish. Well, you know, some of it's not... You know, some of it's cooked. Or like a lobster roll. I'll eat stuff like that. I won't eat like the raw fish. Oh! You know, or anything oh, like that. Oh! Oh! <laughs> the pain. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Love you, man. Yes, sir. Hey, hey I got to tell you. Uh, is there any way you can work past 12.50 today? Those games are getting ponderous. No, we're out of here at 12.50. Rain or shine, baby, we're gone. We're out of here. See ya. Bye-bye. Like Jazz McKay would say, see ya, buddy. Not that I'm going anywhere. In fact, I'm going to make me an omelet at uh, 12.50.
Got some eggs yesterday I, for the for using my GT Express omelet maker. I ate an omelet this morning from Howie's. Well, listen, you know you know what that was? Nice. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? And it was free too. That was really nice. Great. How you doing, sir? I'm all right. I'm, I never heard of cooked sushi, but anyway, yeah, I thought sushi was I thought sushi was raw fish. Period. That's what I'm saying. No, they have like that looks back like a like shrimp tempura. They put a fried shrimp in there. Anything where the eyes looking back at you. Oh, go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Listen, Fort Lauderdale has just come up to the uh, modern age. We got a crystal in Fort Lauderdale. All right, all right. Where is it? Sunrise Boulevard downtown, probably around ninth or tenth. That's been there. That's actually the only crystal down here. I thought it was Powerline in the Sunrise. Not that I know of. The only one I know of is that one. I passed it by mistake. Just trust, to trust me when I tell you, there's one at Powerline and Sunrise. Guaranteed. I bet Josh's life on it. There you go. All right. Okay, I'll see you there, pal. Crystal. I mean, not that Crystal is anything all that special, but it's, you know, it's it's one of those little greasy burger joints, which uh, you've got to have those to be like a real place, you know? you just got to have that. Right. We had Top Hat hamburgers, and we had greens in Detroit. We had those places. If you had a bad night at the track at Hazel Park and you were all depressed, on the way back to, like, uh, Kalamazoo, where I was working at the time, on the way back to Kalamazoo, you'd stop at Top Hat and you go to the drive-thru and you open up the truck and say, fill her up, baby, with all them greasy little burgers. Man, them little uh, cheeseburgers with all the little nasty onions on them. That you hope they were really onions and not, like, moving around at all. Good stuff. WQAM, hello. QAM. Not there. QAM, hello. Hola. Hello? Yes, sir. Powerline is 9th Avenue. Uh, it's the same thing, Neil. Okay. That's a crystal. Uh, let's get to the bread and butter of the battle and talk about prostitution. Yeah. I'm 71 years old. Yes. And uh, I did you ever frequent the tip top, tip, tip top lounge? Never heard of it even. Did I much less frequent it? Oh, well, TikTok... well, I used to date a girl named Lucy. She was a dancer there. Loosely, yeah. And uh, she uh, she used to give me what they call now a table. Okay, good. <laughs> Great. I thought he was going to say something else. But nevertheless. Well, we have to nip him in the butt. He's a little bit whipped up about loosely. I love loosely. Something like that. That's what uh, Kathy Willits always said. 1020 on the poll, 1020 vote. This business about, you know, prostitution is illegal and smoking pot is illegal and having a good time is illegal. Anything that you might... Pretty soon they're going to make, like, a banana split illegal, too, you know, or the lickety split. Whatever it is, they're going to make it illegal. You'll see. Because that's America. That's the American effing way. And, of course, that's that's the peasant avante of the church, as uh, they said in The uh, Godfather. The peasant avante of the church. They want to do it themselves, and especially if it's like underage, and especially if it's like altar boys, they want to have a real good hanky spanky time. But anybody else who wants to have a good time, oh, you're gonna burn in hell! You have to come and confess to Father Tool and sitting in there with his gigantic economy-sized jar of Vaseline. Okay, give me a break. Okay, any of you people that go to confession, you need help. You need mental help. I think what you ought to do is the next time you go, all you Catholics out there, if you still participate in such lunacy, go in there and say, hey, Father, who did you do this weekend, huh? 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 How many little altar boys did you alter this weekend, Father? Let's get to the meat of the matter, you old pervert, you old fagota. Am I right? Now, let's see. Are you Catholic? Yeah, you got out of that, too, Josh. I am Catholic, yes. I mean, I never bought into the BS, uh, but I, I went to those schools. You went to Catholic school, huh? I went to and Catholic and Christian school. You were never altered as a boy? And, yeah, a Catholic and what? And Christian school. Boy, and you survived that? Yeah. Wow. 
Heavy duty. Hallelujah. Let's hear it for Josh Cordes. No wonder he's a good guy. He's about Catholic Christ. school and Christian school. Born again Christian school, I'm sure, no doubt. Kosher. Kosher? Well, that's good. Halal. Oh, look at that big line of thunderstorms. I bet the game's going to be canceled. The only problem is that's up in Michigan. It's on the way here, too, as a matter of fact. 55 degrees for a high today. And there's Rob Marciano looking really, really good. Rob, take the clothes off, sweetheart. Let's have some naked uh, weather on the uh, CNN. Get an audience for once. Get somebody under the age of 100 to tune in. 1,023 votes on the poll. I guess I can read it. You know, I, I'm, I'm a little reluctant because it's got too much Rectum. that kind of stuff, too many body uh, functions in it. Good poll, though, in spite of what they say. Which medical exam or procedure causes you the most anxiety? High anxiety, baby. Proctological exam, finger up the old rectum or young. Root canal, 148. I hate this pool, 116, 11.3%. I, I, I don't get that. Do you get it? No. Like I heard you do get it. Tooth extraction, 73. Dental exam, 70. Josh is going to tell us about his young Russian girlfriend after the break. Okay. And about all the vodka that she keeps uh, feeding him. Now, does she actually drink vodka, or is that just, is that just a stereotype? Um, I mean, she does. Her, her family does a lot. Uh, yeah. Vodka and cognac. Cognac and vodka. Yeah. Hmm. But, Cheetah, you don't, you don't need to liquor her up to get her in the right you know, frame of mind. Well, the more liquored up, the better, though. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. It can't be a bad thing. You're right. Giving a blood sample, 53. Dental cleaning, 52. Giving a stool sample, 38. Oh, no. Isn't that what they do, like, in the uh, pharmacy on when you're sitting on one of those stools? I sure miss those places, man. I, I hate to keep rehashing that. The pharmacy uh, diner places, oh, like the uh, one on Bird, bird uh, wherever it is, Red Bird. Routine medical checkup, 28. Gynecological exam, 27. But the old treadmill test, 26. Every, every, uh, heart, every cardiologist, man, whether you need it or not, oh, got to have a treadmill test right now. But I'm okay. Yeah, but let's do it anyway. It's a lot of money. Getting a shot, 13. Eye exam, 13. Giving a urine sample, 10. And holding your breath and finding out if uh, all that magic, all those magic instructions worked. Breast exam, 10. And an EKG, still only 7. Heal my queen, God.
Josh, of course, might know, but he uh, forgets. I'm sorry, uh, that I last bit? I don't think I've played that. Yeah, you, that game are, shows. Are you kidding? You've heard that before? Many times. Like I said, maybe George played it. I've got something for you that is going to... Every I hate to do this at lunchtime. If you're on a diet, this is perfect for you. You want to get really grossed out. You want to see the most... I mean, if, if you fat people out there, like me, fat, <laughs> if you want to get something that should inspire you to quit the uh, crap... Oh, speaking of quit the crap, thanks a lot, Chris. Very uh, delectable... <laughs> He says, check out this website, and it's all about, you know what we were talking about, about uh, colonoscopies and your innards and all this other stuff, and about Rectum. stuff like that? Yeah. Are you clean inside? Oh, this is just, especially if you have IBS and severe gas and bloating, and like a lot of farting joys like that. But anyway, before we get to that, on our MySpace page, I just, it's, it's on there now. Eric, thank you, Eric. Go to the main page, right next to Marlon Brando, okay? We're on the Godfather page. And it says, you know it's almost spring when the girls start showing their navels, their belly buttons. You see it? I'll be there in a second. Oh, boy. You see it, Chris? I'm going there now. When they start showing their belly buttons. And there is a woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. What is that? It's an oh. extra stomach, and then, oh, am I right? That, oh, that's just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that is the all-time, I swear to you. Worst. You know, or, or, what is it? It's the all-time worst. Yeah, have you ever seen anything so grotesque in your life? I mean, no. she is sitting there. She, first of all, she's got a dress on that's probably a I don't know what women dress sizes are, but like a size 80, a triple X. And she's, uh, it's, much, it's several sizes too small. You talk about June is busting out all over. This old, this bag, she's bigger than a cow. And, and I like the sneakers she's got on, too, with those socks. Isn't that classy? You checking out the socks and the sneakers? I'm trying. Okay, where is this? I can't find Go to his MySpace, MySpace page. page. I'm on your page. The where first the, comment. The one where the Godfather with Marlon Brando? That page, not that other page. <laughs> You see it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everybody in town is going to be going, Oh, my I God. If you hate this show, you still have to take a look at that, okay? And I I, I'd rather see the Save the Whale picture, too. Oh, then. my God. That is just... And she is showing her belly button for the spring. That's for damn sure. How, how is that possible? I've actually seen the beast. That happened to the beast before. He wears like I mean, a shirt I, I that's a, a little too small. I got a second pupic, a, a small one. Oh, it's a lot smaller now than it used to be. But it doesn't like hang down between my legs like that. You know, all, all the way to the ground. <laughs> it's almost at her feet. It, it's almost to her ankles. It's almost to the top of those very <laughs> flashy blue socks that she's wearing with the white sneakers, man. You talk about a fashion plate. She makes she makes me look like Giorgio Armani, like Calvin's Kleins. Have you ever in your life seen anything no. so unspeakable, so unmentionable? No. No. Now, if that picture isn't taken in Tampa, I have no idea where it was. Maybe maybe in Temple Terrace or Lutz. As in, I love Lutzley. Oh, brother. 1,046 votes on the poll. Now, do you think I should really waste my time? We've got less than an hour until the Marlins pregame show. And we love those Marlins, baby, because the Marlins are... Nice! Especially when they play early games. Even though Dave Van Boring is very extremely... Boring! And Josh knows it. He's in an off the air. He's ripped him an ass. I time. don't even say that. What? 
And Sister Joe, why, you want to go back and work on those boring Marlin games again? You don't want to do that. Look, look at the progress you've made since you got off of that garbage. It's all money. Hey, they, they pay, you know, they all pay right, good. I guess. And they pay you on time? Oh, by the way, speaking of getting paid on time, Chicken Neck, your uh, thing is in the mail for me. I don't know about the station there. They don't take good care of him or anybody else. Keeper, Joe Bell keeps running around. Oh, man, the sales is great and the billing is up and we're making a zillions. You know, that's great, Joe. I'm happy for you, Jolly Joe. But if that's the case, how come why don't you pay your bills? Because it's the Beasley way. It's not Joe. It's the Beasley's man. The Beasley's put the M in measly. Trust me when I tell you. How to beat constipation, IBS, bloating, stomach pain, and skin problems while gaining more energy and flatter stomach at the same time. See, I figure this is a good story for that uh, poor lady who's sitting there hanging down her head like Tom Dooley. Sitting on a bench in uh, Temple Terrace. It says, the people in the pictures above, as well as thousands of others whose stories you'll find on DrNatura.com, once suffered from constipation, irritable bowel, bowel, IBS, severe gas and bloating, weight gain, chronic fatigue, acid reflux, parasites, stomach pain, diverticulitis, skin and hair problems, and many other common ailments. All of these, All of these things. things. They put an end to their suffering by becoming clean inside. You want it clean inside, baby. And your body, too. I'm Dr. Johnstone, she says. And as you read every word of this article, I'll tell you how they did it, and you can do it, too. If you've been struggling with these problems for some time, chances are you've tried everything to make the pain go away. If you've been working in radio for, like, a zillion years, you've tried everything you know to make the pain go away, except on payday. So DJ Laz is making a million bucks. I'm good for him. I'm all for the talent. Even if he is a pimp with a gimp. And a limp. You've tried laxatives and other over-the-counter prescription drugs, she says. Commercial fiber supplements. Maybe even colonoscopy or surgeries. How do you like that? Rectum. All is to no avail while you're still suffering. Why? Because the root cause of the problem was never eliminated. Is that like a little play on words there, never eliminated? This, this thing goes on for, I could read this till the middle of the fourth inning, at least. Sounds good. So what is the root cause of most digestive ailments? Look at the picture below. Oh! Whoa! How would you feel if long pieces of old, toxin-filled fecal matter were stuck to the inside of your colon for months or even years? Oh, my goodness. That is nasty. You think that picture of that broad on the, uh, with the stomach hanging down is nasty? You, uh, you don't want to see this. Would you feel constipated, bloated, and lethargic? Would your bowels be irritated by this debris, day in and day out, causing what we call IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, huh? Just think about what else toxic buildup like this can cause. Stomach pain and constipation, fatigue, gas and bloating, headaches and indigestion, waking and a large protruding belly. See, there you go. That's especially for her. A large protruding pupic. You probably never heard about this before, as this is the literally the dirtiest secret in America today. As the Vegetarian Times so aptly wrote, Of all the polite topics of conversation, the state of one's intestines is probably at the bottom of most people's list. Yes, near the, your bottom. Let's face it, irritable bowel syndrome, constipation, gas, diverticulitis, and colon cancer are simply not things we like to discuss. Not in polite company, like us. And yet, as the old expression goes, death begins in the colon. Do you know that, guys? Death begins in the colon? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. That's what they say in outer space. Death begins on Uranus. Don't believe it? Ask any coroner. Autopsies often reveal colons that are plugged up to 80% with waste material. Oh, that's what the Vegetarian Times says. What do they know? You can stop suffering in silence from these painful, often embarrassing health conditions by learning how body pollution and toxic colon can be the cause of all these. And then Dr. Natura wants to sell you, after reading another seven zillion, oh, and looking at these gross pictures of, oh, and they're not really pictures, they're all drawings, they're all these parasites that are crawling around inside your body. Isn't that a disgusting thought? Yes. That there are 
parasites inside. I, I think I got a tapeworm every time I get hungry for ice cream. I think I have a tapeworm that's just dying for like bastard robins or something like that, which I did go there the other day. I went to GNC. I told this story, but you weren't there. I went to GNC to get my CoQ10 with some other vitamins, and then I go to bastard robins. That's so, you know. And get a three-scoop Rocky Road Hot Fudge Sunday. Well, I mean, if you're going to get something for your health and then you're eating ice cream when you're an old diabetic like me, that's not good. No. That would be like you're telling me to go to Sonic uh, next time I'm in Florida and get a whole bunch of stuff in a banana split to top it all off, too. Get some grease. Do they have banana splits? Yes, they do. Like Allen's Pharmacy on Red and the Bird. That's the place I was trying to... Thank you, Moishi, by the way. Allen's Pharmacy. Is that what ice cream you're at these days, the Rocky Road? Mmm. Ah. But anyway, Allen's, uh, when we were at IOD, they came in because they used to rave about the great banana splits because they have the old-fashioned fountain in there in Allen's Pharmacy, one of the last going anywhere. And um, it said Red and Bird. And they, they brought in tubs of ice cream, and they made, George and me, they made us banana splits right there in the studio. They brought in all the fixings, you know, and the accoutrements and stuff. Mmm. Yeah, what's wrong with Rocky Road? You know, anybody doesn't like Rocky Road, especially if it's made right and got the little marshmallows in it, you know, the little oh, tiny ones. Love it. Am okay. I right? It's my favorite. What, what's not to like, baby? Rocky Road. The biggest solid, the best talent. This is that should put some stuff in your teeth. Come on, find it right now. This is Brandy Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Tom Brady's out. I want some win. All right. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. Huh? He's a football player, dude. A solid wall of meat. The kind of guy that I want to do that's good enough to eat. I wonder if he'll go on a day, but there's no chance at all. So does that make me a sports queer if I want to see him grab the ball? Yes. Oh, baby, wow. Look at that kid. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. He's too busy anyway, impregnating every hot chick in the world. He wants to be the father of the universe, I guess, and he's a busy. Even a clean-cut guy like Tom Brady is doing uh, you-know-what. Uh, 1073 on a poll. So the bad news is, uh, my buddy Steven says, that Picnic's Diner in uh, Allen's ain't there no mo. It's separated moved down the street. Now, do you have any idea what that means? I don't understand what that means. It's Me. separated. What? I never heard of it to begin with. Well, what does that mean, that Picnic's Diner? I don't even know what the hell that means. What, what is a Picnic's Diner? You know what that means? No. Because, no. see, once upon a time, I know a lot of you young punks aren't familiar because you're not old and uh, feeble and going to die pretty soon like me. But the fact of the matter is, once upon a time, most of your pharmacies, like that hotel pharmacy, remember that, Chris? I was talking about that day when I found that money yep. on the street on Miami Beach. I found like two $5 bills or whatever the hell it was, and I went in and had me a nice cheeseburger and a, a banana split or something. Why I am I talking? 20. What? 
thought it was a 20. Well, whatever the hell. No, it wasn't, it wasn't one bill. It was like, a, I don't know, maybe a couple of fives and three singles. I think it was more like a 13, lucky 13. That was one of the most bizarre experiences. I mean, not that I was like a pauper or anything, but I just didn't have any cash. And the bank, uh, the ATM at the flagship bank there on Alton Road wasn't working, and I couldn't get me no cash. And, of course, do you think that I had credit cards back in those days? <laughs> oh, yeah, the KAT days, making 225 bucks a week? That's a lot of money. What? 225 a week? Yeah, for yeah. you it would be. Well, I had, I had to budget my money, man. I had to save a lot of money for picking up all them hustlers on Biscayne Boulevard. You know, so it's a matter of a priorities. Now, let's see. Here's what Moishi says. The diner inside moved across the street. It's not in Allen's anymore. That's okay. Okay, I'll take whatever you guys, I'll take your word for it. But like I'm starting to say is that just about any pharmacy, even Woolworths. Remember Woolworths? No. Get out of here. Like five and dime stores. They used to have Neisner's, five and dime, and Woolworths. Come on. You're starting to make me feel like some kind of an old fart here today. Hmm. Uh, we have an update on that picnics place. Okay, what does that mean? That was the name of a diner inside Allen Drug, right. drugs or whatever. And they, I guess, said, you know what, we're too good to just be inside this place, so they moved Move down the street, the street to their own place. I see. That's care of the beast. Well, thanks, beast. All my correspondents out there, all the food experts are uh, feeding me all this uh, stuff. But the point I was trying to make is that when uh, George and I talked about it, see, this is back in the day when, A, we were like on a real radio station that wasn't just talking about ball games and jock straps, and, B, we had an audience. Oh, oh, I long for those days at IOD. And so we'd go on the air and we'd talk about just about any kind of business establishment with food, and before you know it, there they would be. And so we're graving about, because back in the day, that diner was still inside the Allen's Drugs. It was one of the last in town, maybe the last in town, to have that old-fashioned diner, you know. Where you go in and the old soda jerk would be standing behind the counter. Ever see a soda jerk? But at any rate. Oh, look at that. There's the latest uh, CNN uh, Clinton's 37, Obama 22, Gore 14, Edwards 12. What happened to that press conference? Was he on there already or not? Probably not. No, they're showing setting up for it still. Swillery, this is nationwide. Latest CNN poll. Swillery 37, Obama 22, Gore 14, and Edwards 12. He's got two chances, you know. None and much, much less than none. Why am I talking so much about banana splits today? That's not good. Because you're going to put me in the mood for one. I'm going to go right over to the Eaton Center, and I'm going to zip on in there. Don't do zips. it, man. No, I'm not going to do that. And, and then I'll probably get about 10 gallons of Rocky Road because of your bad influence, too. You look like that lady sitting on the railroad track. I, I, you know something, no anybody who hasn't seen that picture, seriously. Don't. I know, I know it's not a good time to do it. It's right smack dab at the beginning of lunch hour, but oh, boy. Look at that. From January to now, Obama went up four points, and Swillery dropped three. It was 34-18. Or no, she went up three. He went up four. Whatever. Most people don't even know who he is yet. Just wait until he starts speaking and putting her ass to shame. And wait till most people realize that she's just another apologist for the uh, Bush and the right wing and these Nazis and this whole uh, obnoxious war. When they find that out, they're going to say, screw that bitch. <clears throat> and you know what Bubba's going to say. No, you first. 12.07. Yeah, we're still waiting. Uh, I guess we do the break now because then we'll find out this uh, breathtaking uh, announcement from John and Elizabeth Edwards. Ah. In toy stores now, it's the all-new Fat-Ass Barbie. Fat-Ass Barbie looks cool in her momo. Oh, Fat-Ass Barbie's got a huge ass, just like Mommy. Fat-Ass Barbie's tons of fun. Mom, Fat-Ass Barbie ate my sandwich, so I broke her head off. Fat-Ass Barbie. Couch, TV, and bonbons sold separately. Lots of big fat-ass. 11 and 5.60, and so is that one that picture, man. I, I looked at that again. I just want to heave my guts. Awaiting the announcement from John and Elizabeth Edwards, and there's Candy Cowley speaking of that. Wow. Uh, Johnny G, who's desperate for attention today. Just relax, Johnny, okay? It's just a radio show. Calm down. Take a nice nap. 
He says, across from U of M, Don's Discount Drugs had a soda fountain bar. Had, as in past tense. Thanks, Johnny. Like I said, take a long nap. Just relax. Everything is okay. Everything is just fine, Johnny. Now, getting back to this uh, stuff that uh, I was reading here about Dr. Uranus or whatever that was. What was the uh, name of the guy? Yeah, something like that. And then there's a thing in here. Th- this is, uh, where I just, oh, don't tell me I lost it. Oh, here it is. Discover Magazine published a feature article in its August 2000 issue, and this is what they said. Every living thing has at least one parasite that lives inside or on it, and many, including humans, have far more. Oh, it wasn't bad enough you made us look at that picture on MySpace there with that fat broad with her puppet hanging down to the ground to her ankles with those really nifty socks and uh, sneakers. Well, you have good parasites in you. Humans have good parasites also. How about a pair of socks? I won't wear Not usually. Scientists are only just beginning to discover exactly how powerful these hidden inhabitants can be, but their research is pointing to a remarkable possibility. Parasites may rule the world. How do you like that? Oh, my God. The notion that tiny creatures we've largely taken for granted are such a dominant force is immensely disturbing. We are collections of cells that work together, kept harmonized by chemical signals. If an organism can control those signals, an organism like a parasite, then it can control us. And therein lies the peculiar and precise horror of parasites. Well, this is some heavy-duty stuff, if I can say that. Can I say that? Sure. Do it. You do it. You've done it. The combination of environmental toxins and unhealthy diet and parasites poses a grave danger to humans. In fact, it says, uh, the National Geographic says parasites have killed more humans than all the wars in history in its award-winning documentary, The Body Snatchers. If you don't believe parasites can exist in people in America, then just read thousands of true personal stories on this site. It says, and we'll start right now and go through the top of the eighth inning. And, of course, this is all an ad for internal cleansing and some product to, to detoxify your body and to get rid of parasites and all those colds. The colonics program. And here's a guy, Charlie. He says, I lost 40 pounds. He still looks like a fat slob. I feel terrific. You're fat, Charlie. My girlfriend bought this program for me at Christmas 2005 to, de- to detoxify his innards. Sounds like a really appetizing kind of guy, huh? When your girlfriend buys you, starts buying your products to clean your colon out, that should tell you a lot about what your, your girlfriend's out to do. Or maybe the girlfriend's that old bag sitting there on that bench. <laughs> nice going, Charlie. Oof. Yeah, stop and think about that pairing, huh? Stop and think about that mating. <laughs> let's, let's not. Oh, man. Talk about let's get a search party. 1,090 votes on the poll. We got 1,100 licked even with a early ball game. We're still awaiting the announcement. And there's Bill Schneider and there's uh, John Edwards' old file footage. Come on out. It's already 1214, John. You can do it. Don't you hate when they do this and they got all the microphones up there and all the cameramen? Sooner or later, he's going to come out at noon. Yeah, it's 1215 in the East Coast. 1215. And he's still in there potsking around. Think anybody will vote for me? <laughs> no, not really. WQAM, hello. Afternoon, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Speaking of parasites, did you happen to catch uh, South Park last night? No. Uh, the best part is at the end, but I, I know you watch it from time to time. But hanging there to the very end, it's uh, it, it's a it's a hoot, and it's about parasites. Did you catch the one from last week? I know Georgie sometimes. No, I, I, I'm trying to find that one. The only one I saw was the one about the um, the planet Arium. You know, I, that's well, the one I, I saw. The one from last week is probably one of the best. There's a certain part of Butter's body which winds up in. Uh, Cartman's uh, rectum. I see. Okay, fine. Uh, Ten ninety on the poll. Thousand ninety votes. Like I said, we got eleven hundred. Look, things are just as fine as GI wine. The only bad news. Well, I guess it's not bad news. Why does it have to be bad news if they still got that nice diner and they just moved it across the street from Allen's Drugs? What's wrong with that? At least it's still there, you know. And it's probably bigger and better. 
Hey, it could be bigger and better. That's what we need to do is get a report, not just that it's across the street. That's, that's a nice start. But they still make, oh, I'm sure they do. See, that's the thing back in the day. I don't want to sound like one of those old-timers. Well, Sonny, all you young whippersnappers. I don't ever want to be like that. Well, but you've been am. known. Well, no, but, it, but it's true. There's a lot of good stuff that's gone. Even in your lifetime, in your brief lifetime, you're what, 23? Yeah. yeah. All you 23-year-old punks that think you know something. But even in your lifetime, you've seen some good things come and go. Am I right? Yeah. No? Can't think of anything right off the top of my well, head, but I'm sure you're right. Like, like, like Real Radio, for example. There you go. Yes, I've seen that disappeared as one even in your lifetime. Yes. Vanished into thin air like it was never there. But they used to have the great thing about that, like you go in and get a malted milk, you know, and they were those, those ice-cold um, steel shaker things that they had that they put on the machine, man, and they make you your milkshaker malted. Oh, there is nothing out of And, of course, that's probably the way they make them like at Sonic. Isn't that one of the things that, or is that, am I thinking of steak and shakes? Got great shakes. Um, steak and shake. Uh, Son Sonic also? Sonic has the icy. That's what they're well, what, what is the, what, what is that? Like frozen ice, like Italian yeah, ice? Like, yeah, like crushed. Uh, well, no, not yeah, an Italian well, ice. What's the big deal with that? No, not like an Italian ice. Listen to what I'm saying, okay? Yeah. It's like crushed up ice enough where, like, you could just order a lemonade, but there's so much crushed up ice, it's basically an icy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're known like for that. it. I'm telling you. I do love they, that. They're, mm. they're in their commercials. And they probably serve it to you like in a frosted mug. No, just in a little styrofoam uh, cup. Yeah. Oh, well, in a styrofoam cup? What kind of chazerai is that, Trust man? me, it's good. Serve man. it like a and used you. to with a root beer in a frosted mug, man. It kind of uh, frosted. That's the way to do it. I'll find it. I'll find it in here if it's the last damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. It's coming. Nah, just, oh, here we go. It's only... Uh, that really uh, frosts my ass a little bit. There you go. Poor Harry. Yeah, I, I told you sooner or later I'd find it. Well, there's like 17 different listings of Harry on there, and, none, and almost none of them are really him anyway. 1094 on a pool. We got 1100. Uh, we got that kicked ancient style. WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil, I just want to tell you, you made me laugh today, man. That was great about the uh, the guy's uh, girlfriend was buying the stuff for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't that appetizing? If your girlfriend buys you that for your birthday <laughs> or for a holiday and says, here, here's a high colonic uh, treatment, drink this, you slob. You know, what does that tell you? Yeah. I was drove off the road, man. Keep it up. You're doing great today. Thanks, pal. Yeah, it means, it means the guy's probably farting up a storm and is disgusting and grotesque, and she wouldn't even do him by long distance, you know? If, if he mailed it in, she don't want it. I, I don't care what anybody says. We've done that poll before, and, and you people, I guess, try to be nice to your spouse or whatever, or your um, uh, you know, your uh, significant other, as they say, utter. Yeah, that's that woman on the bench, significant utter. When you say she's got one? She's got something. But uh, some of you people, you get married, and you're young, and you both look uh, you know, kind of human, and then all of a sudden, as the years go by, one or the other. I mean, if it's both, I guess it doesn't make that much difference. But one or the other starts getting really nasty and sloppy and smelly. And, oh, you know. And nobody wants to say anything, but, boy, you really stink. You know, or maybe you could lose like a, a couple uh, hundred pounds. Don't tell me that when those uh, couples are like uh, bedding down there at night in the, same, in the same bed on the same mattress within proximity close enough to even touch each other, don't tell me that one of them isn't thinking, oh, gee, are we going to do this again? Oh, no. Yeah, am I right? Uh, I, I would imagine. I mean, that's not what you want to do. You don't want that Russian girlfriend of yours getting fat and sloppy. and no, I, like I, I lay down the law with the ladies that I date. You lay down with the ladies? Well, that's the idea, isn't it? Well, I lay down the law, meaning I tell them, like, hey, listen, you know, I'm a really? young guy, and if you, get, if you gain, like, 10 pounds, you're out. I'll be looking for somebody else. Well, that, that's good. 
That's good. Don't I think it's fair. Don't. I mean, I stay in decent shape, you know? No, you don't. You're going to be fat. I'm telling you. I've told you. I've been warning you of that ever since I've okay. known you. You. Well, look at all Let's the food. A- I got an idea. Let's make a deal. Yeah. If I'm not fat by what age, I'm in the will. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Oh, oh man. About 30, man. All right, deal. You're in the will. Every Everybody with this will business, okay? I do love you, though. Back at you, buddy. Yeah. Not. 1103. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I got to get my music ready for the uh, ball game intro. 1250. We've got a half an hour. Barbie Jones gets his man, baby. I sure miss Bill Ross from Channel 7. Nothing like being old, man. Remember all these old... And most of them are dead, too. I don't want to say that I'm getting maudlin in my old age, but I was thinking yesterday, I was sitting around eating something, eating way too much, and I was thinking about all my good friends through my life, to my who are now dead. Mm-hmm. Well, you say that very cavalierly, but that, that's not a good thing. You know, when you, <laughs> I, no, it's not a I good thing. I didn't mean when, to. When, well, yeah, the way you said it was very insensitive, you know? No. <laughs> when you get older, he's laughing at I me thought... now. He's laughing at me now because I'm an old fart and all my friends are dead now. At least I'm still here, you know. No, he's, he's not, not laughing good. at you. He's laughing with you, yeah. yeah. No, he's not. He's laughing at no, me. Like, Christ. Well, he wouldn't laugh at you or he'll never get in the will. Yeah, that's right. You're out. You're already out. Now, if you want to get back in, you better take that back. Oh, there's John Edwards and Elizabeth. Now we have it. Let's try again. Uh, let me say first, welcome to all of you. Welcome to all of you. Chapel Hill, North Carolina, where all the mugwumps are. <laughs> he just leaves me limp, man. I'll tell you, like a, like a noodle. This is actually the place 30 years ago this summer. Uh, where we had our wedding reception. Isn't that uh, lovely? Isn't that special? You know, this is a place that's very familiar. To yeah, very familiar. Well, just say uh, what you're going to say and get it over with. about what's happened with Elizabeth and what's happened with her, with her health situation. Now, let's uh, hear about her breast. Monday of this week, Elizabeth went to the doctor because she felt uh, a pain Uh-oh. on her left side. Uh, she went in, had x-rays taken. As the result of the x-rays showed that she may have a fracture on the left side. And there was also uh, something that oh looked suspicious in a rib on the right oh, side. Oh, suspicious. Uh, I was in Iowa at the time. She was called on Tuesday. I was in Iowa. Uh, I was in Iowa at the time. She Iowa. called me and said that uh, they wanted to do follow-up tests <coughs> yesterday. Get to it, man. Uh, so I came back from Iowa on uh, Iowa. Tuesday night. Uh, Wednesday, we went into the hospital here at Chapel Hill. Yeah, uh, had Chapel further Hill. tests done. What a Yahoo, man. Uh, what a bone dripping. study was done. Yeah. Uh, that study actually made the suspicion about the rib on the right side uh, more intense. Uh-oh. Uh, there was more concern about it. And as a result, there was a biopsy done Uh-oh. of that section Uh-oh. of the rib on the right That's side. Uh, the biopsy showed that the cancer had returned. Uh-oh. Uh, it was malignant. Uh-oh. And later in the day, we did a CT scan, which was done. Commonly known as a CAT scan, you more. Basically, yeah. the soft tissue. The bone study had, right. had looked at her and? Uh, hard tissue. Uh, the CT scan showed uh, showed very little. Oh, And oh. so the net result of all the tests is that... She yeah. has her cancer is back. Oh. Uh, it's uh, largely confined. It's confined. Uh, I can't take any more of him. He'll, he'll tell us oh uh, he's not going to run because uh, he's got to take care of her and he's not going to run. And that's good news. 23 past noon at QAM. Hi, Junior, honey. Do you have what it takes to be in Neil's will? If you do, you will. Sport Hole Radio 560 WQAM invites you to listen and win. 
with the 560 QAM Neil's Will Contest. Simply cut and paste someone else's profile and pick to MySpace. Or in 50 words or less, write why you should be in Neil's Will on the back of a postcard and send it to WQAM Studios in the McAllister Hotel. Then, when you hear this sound, <laughs> that's your chance to inherit millions, perhaps even billions of dollars. Billions of dollars, billions of dollars, billions of dollars. All contestants must be male, no younger than 18, no older than 25, must be shaven and smooth. Judges reserve the right to eliminate contestants based on the Rainy Quinn similarity rating scale of 1 to 10. Runners up will receive an autographed duplicate of Neil's Will, suitable for training. Any duplicates of Neil's Will found under your windshield wiper in the parking lot will be voided by law. All prizes will be awarded by Michael Anthony, and the grand prize winners are asked to be patient for an indefinite period of time until Neil decides to die. Trump 29 at 560 WQAM. I'm dying over here. 21 minutes before the Marlins pregame show. Marlins and the Cardinals from Jupiter, baby. It's out of this world. So the Beast is the one that gave us. So we've got all kinds of information about Allen's and that uh, picnic. What is it, diner? Yeah, it's moved across the street. Hey, well, life is a picnic, man. You bring the ants in your pants. So what's the all story here? struggles already in our life. And we know from our previous experience that when this happens, you have a choice. You can go cower in the corner. Uh, and hide, hide. or you, can, you hide. can be tough and go out there and stand up for what you believe in. And uh, both of us are committed to the cause. We're committed to changing this country that we love so much. So what are you and trying to say, John? We have no intention of cowering in the corner. Do you have any idea what that means? No. No. Maybe he's going to run. Maybe he's a, I tried to listen during the break, no. and I, it just and gave me a headache. Yeah, he's just with that. He, that Phil Simmons draw, you know, that Phil yeah. draw on the sideline, the 50-yard line. Oh, God, do I hate that. McCarver and Phil Simms need to be on the same plane. It needs to crash before 1 o'clock. I'm telling you that right now. Tim McCarver and Phil Simms need to be on the same plane right now, and bada-bing, shoot that thing down. If we could throw Chris Collinsworth on that same plane, oh, too, right. Oh, Jesus, real fast. And uh, don't forget about Sterling Sharp. Is it Sterling Sharp or Shannon Sharp? No, Shannon. Shannon Sharp. Is Shannon Sharp? Absolutely no. not. Speak a little English, Shannon, okay, and quit uh, with a pimp outfit like Deion Sanders. Neon Deion, one of those pimp outfits. Pimp in the, pimp in the pregame show. 1,115 votes on the poll, by the way. Pretty uh, heavy duty. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Happy Thursday to you, sir. Back to you. And congrats on your um, anniversary there, Kissy Kissy. And I uh, just wanted to make you aware, yeah, you're not alone. I do remember Wal- Woolworth. I grew up in New York, and, you know, I think they went belly up, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, a long time ago. And Eisner's Five and Dime? No, I did not. I grew up half my life in New York. What a shame. Well, in any event, I'm also, that picture you were talking about with the, uh, um, the, the digestive track, I'm also a believer in that. Is there a link on it on your website? Is there a link on our website? No. No? No, well, you want, you want the, uh, you want the site? Yes, please. Uh, I have no idea. Well, here, I got it somewhere. It's DR. 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 Um, Pupik, Dr. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll dig through my stuff. I'll put it on the air, okay? Okay. You have a sweet, have a sweet day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. I, I guess I'm going to have to uh, find that, huh? I, I thought it was so. going to be what? <clears throat> well, the way Chris presented it to me, I thought it was going to be something really grotesque and discovered, which in a way it is, but it's, you know, I mean, if you start digging around inside the human body, it's not like what you call really appetizing, I'm sure. No. Ooh. How'd you like to be one of those guys that does the autopsy, the coroner? I'm good. Well, let's see. Are you? Not what I heard. Okay, let's see. Let me just get back on this uh, right space here. See, I'm, do- I'm doing this just for that guy because nobody else is going to want to know, but that's okay, being the good guy that I am. Let me get to my uh, mail thing here and find out what the hell that was. 
where is it? There it is. D-R-N-A-T-U-R-A, drnatura.com. It's all one word, D-R-N-A-T-U-R-A, drnatura.com. Disgusting and yet amazing. I think you're right, Chris. It's disgusting and it's amazing. All those parasites. All that stuff inside you, man. All that tapeworm. And that's why you've got to keep running to Bastard Robbins or running to the uh, Red uh, Turd uh, Pharmacy there and running across the street to get you a banana split. I, ha- I haven't had a banana split in about 100 years. That's the last thing I need. But you know something? After you uh, foisting all that uh, rocky road on me today. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Well, you, you know how easy I am. All you've okay. got to do, do is think about that stuff. And I'm like, oh, you know. It's like uh, Brady Quinn. All you got to do is just mention all those pictures we have on our website, Nearly Naked. And I think, <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, you know, just thinking. Just thinking out loud. What's wrong with thinking out loud, huh? What would you rather be, stinking or thinking? Thinking. Now, here's one uh, also on, uh, I, I forget who sent this from MySpace. It said, just listen to your show like I do every day in Orlando via the Internet. I'm going to tell you one thing on that MySpace. There's a whole lot of people. Where's Harry Potter? Where's that Zoltan Zyrtec, whatever that guy's name? Where are all those people? Where's my nephew David, for crying out loud? I don't know if he's really my nephew. He's my cousin's son. Would that make him my nephew? I don't think so. Well, whatever he is. Uh, somebody please tell your management that nobody cares about the Marlins, let alone frequent spring training games. It says, blah, says whoever sent this. Anyways, it says, I tried calling you while on my lunch break, but you weren't answering the phones. Well, I have a habit of doing that. Another great fast food restaurant South Florida does not have, but Tampa and Orlando do, is the Pita Pit. Oh, man, the Pita Pit. Never heard of it. Not me either. It says the food is amazing and made before your eyes. Well, I like, I like when it gets made before your eyes, and the food, too. You decide what meat you want, chicken, steak, or ham. They grill it and then add whatever veggies, cheese, sauces you want and put it in the pita and wrap it up for you. Mmm. You can eat it 12 times a day and not get tired of it. It actually started in Canada, and there might be some locations near you. Check it out at pitapit.com. You'll love it. And have a good day, pal. You too. And at the end it says, mmm, like that. A lot of that going around. Mmm. <laughs> oh, they're slapping each other now. They're, they're playing. They're hossing around, John and Elizabeth Edwards there. Yeah, uh, maybe a week from this, maybe a week ago exactly now. Yeah, they're, they're slapping. Yesterday was not a good day for us, but they're high-fiving and low-fiving, and she slapped him on the kneecap. We're very close to it. She said, ain't nothing there. And then she hit him on the side of the head and said, oh, ain't nothing there either. I mean, the idea that he thinks he's going to be the president, that just, I mean, that would be like George Bush being the president. Some deep south, Yahoo, uh, you know, all would be an improvement, though. Yeah. 1,125 votes on the poll. Which medical exam or procedure causes you the most anxiety? Causes high anxiety, baby. See, I'm one of those people, I don't, I don't uh, mind any of it. I guess when you get old enough and you've had all those procedures, and they, they've like that uh, runaway bride, you know? Did they probe you, poke you? Remember that bit, the end? I love that bit. Yeah, I, I think that's coming up. Proctological exam, finger up the old... Rectum. Or maybe not all that old. Uh, 370. Gets people very nervous. Root canal, 162. I hate this pool, 128, 11.3%. Well, your mama. So socks in hell. How do you like that? Tooth extraction, 82. Dental exam, 75. Giving a blood sample, 57. Ooh. That's where you find who the real wusses are, man. Hey, hey, calm down, buddy. You can't handle that when you look at it, that long needle? It's not that I can't handle it. It, it, I, it doesn't bother me to look at it or, or hurt or anything, but I tend to faint for some reason when, when, the, needle, <laughs> when the needle goes in the arm. What a wuss. I don't, hey. Oh, I haven't fainted yet, but I do hate needles. I do get really away from Chris, man. When you get ready to stick it in, he passes out, which is probably pretty good. But that was Josh that said he yeah, that was out. me. Well, who did I say? You said me. 
Um, Let's blame it on Chris, though. Yeah, it's Chris's fault. Yeah, Getting a blood sample fault. 57, uh, dental cleaning 57. I'm going to tell you, that's uh, pretty, if you have somebody that likes, uh, who's a sadist, you know, if you have a dental hygienist who wants to inflict a lot of pain and make you bleed a lot, they can really uh, cause you a lot of pain. Dental cleaning 57. Giving a stool sample 39. And then you take that stool, put it over the counter right by Allen's Drugs and sit down and have you a nice banana split. Routine medical checkup 34. Treadmill test, 31. Gynecological exam, 31. Getting a shot, uh, 16. Getting a shot. Like a flu shot. Back to the needles again, you know. The needle, Watson, quickly. Eye exam, 14. Giving a urine sample, 11. That's for all you druggies out there. All, all pain. If you're, if you're worried about giving the urine sample, we know what you've been doing. An EKG, 10. And a breast exam, 10. Well, here's what John Edwards says. The key is to keep your head up. Yeah. That's my idea. Keep your head up. 12.37, we got the Marlin pregame show in 13 minutes, but who's counting? Now, what music? <laughs> See, George is out sick today. He'd get upset if I played that. I guess it's he does be... hate that theme. Oh, he hate... I, lo- I-, I hate that show, but I think the theme is fine. And it's labeled... It's labeled wrong on this disc. It's got the wrong number on here. Cut 31 is the Jefferson. That sounds very much like a good time. Or no, that, that is the Jefferson. Yeah, what are you talking about? You got confused. No, you know what you got confused with me too. I love the Jeffersons and the theme song from the Jeffersons, but good times, I love the theme and I hate the show. Oh, it's so bad. Let's all watch Esther Roll. On Easter, on Easter Sunday, we can take her to the White House lawn and watch Esther Roll, along with that bitch on that bench in Del Rey there.
I mean, do you? No. What? No, I don't. But I forgive you. I don't care. You can come home. I'm done. Come home. I'm done with you. I miss you. Bye-bye. I love you. Take care. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Bye. I love you. <laughs> All right. Classic. Sounds like a match made in purgatory to me. 1,135 votes on the poll. And we're only uh, four minutes and 55 seconds, but who's counting away from Marlins baseball? Free game. Exhibitionist baseball. Marlins and the Cardinals in Jupiter. I already got one of my space messages I just read from somebody's ready. He's uh, conducting a uh, ritual. He's got the sheep and the goats and the chickens trying to get it to rain in Jupiter so that the game will be rained out. Too late, Pally. It not make any difference. We're, we're out of here. We love the Marlins. We love the Marlins on the day games only, especially when they start real early like they are today. That's when we love the Marlins. Other than that, I, I'm going to tell you something seriously, and, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want with it. You can stick it wherever you want. Wreck them. But I don't, I, I, the chances of my watching baseball ever again on a scale of anything, I wouldn't care who it was that was playing, how exciting the game was, if they were like 84 to 83 in the first inning, I, I wouldn't care, you know? Demon here. He's got to learn to play without the puck, and he does a real good job. Oh, there is. There. Who's that? Gets back and prevents a goal. Oh, the Sabres and the Washington you sure you don't want to see... Uh, your boy Barry Bonds break the record this year? I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to see anybody uh, playing baseball. And I used to be one of the biggest... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't understand that. Like, you used to really like baseball. so you I used, No, I used to love baseball. I was obsessed. I used to go to Long in the beginning. At what point did games. that stop? Yeah, what happened? It just got to be boring with me. I don't know. All the, all the stupid money for all these marginal uh, players who stink to join out. And it just uh, and watered down. All these. Ex- that, that's the whole thing with all professional sports. Too much watering down, man. It's like if you have a fine wine and you like take a bunch of water and you, you run it under the tap and you fill up half the bottle with wa- water. Water down, man. Water down. Kind of like the QAM format. Water down. Anyway. Hoping to muscle Florida into a preeminent role in picking next year's Democratic and Republican presidential candidates, the state house voted yesterday to leapfrog almost all the other states. Leapfrog. Jumped right over them. And set a January 29th primary with the option to go even earlier. Let's have the primary next week. The change, championed by House Speaker Marco Rubio, Republican of West Miami, approved 115 to 1. It's part of a national rush by states coveting the cloud of Iowa, or as uh, John Edwards said, Iowa and New Hampshire. Those states have enormous sway in choosing presidential candidates. Even though they're small, as some say, unrepresentative of the nation's people and politics, the proposal must still pass the state Senate. Florida's obviously going to be the big enchilada, baby, on the 29th. It will immediately become very, very impotent, said Nicole Ray, the a science professor at FIU. Florida's bid for increased influence is being tempered by the other vote-rich giants, California, New York, and Texas. California's already moved its primary to February 5. Others expect to do the same. It's been more than three decades since Florida mattered much when it comes to picking presidential candidates, but they're moving on up, baby, to the east side. We could play a little bit of that. Not that I want to... I, I do like that show. Well, not long enough for it to take us to the ball. I'm going to tell you right now, anybody who doesn't like the Jeffersons, who doesn't like that show, is un-American and a communist and ought to be in prison immediately, if not sooner. Don't you think? Yes. You don't sound too enthusiastic about it. Now, what's the Miami Vice? Oh, I know exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. There it is. Is Don on the phone? Is that you, Don? That's Don. Come on, Stan. Now, you didn't watch Miami Vice, did you? No. I did. Well, I'd love my place to do one short thing for me. Uh, what's that, Sam? Just say, freeze, Major Miami Vice, you're under arrest. Absolutely, I'm not going to do that. How are you? I'm fine. Please? I vote yes. You vote yes. Yes. Don Johnson should get a haircut. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Only if... Hello. Okay. 
Pardon me? That I was think him. that was Don. Oh, that was Don. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. I saw Stan. Did you notice that? It was that? either Don Johnson That's or Abe like Lincoln. Johnson, didn't it? Yeah. It is. Isn't like Howard Johnson. Absolutely. And not the he one that played no for the Mets either. He just like Don Johnson. What do you think, sir? I think I decide. Yeah. Thank you. What an imagination, man, that Sam Major. See, I told you this wouldn't take us all the way to the end, but you know what, Will? What's that? Crying Shames. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should have played that, but no. Too late now. I'm not going to chop that baby off in the middle. Are you crazy? Oh, I think I started this a few seconds too soon. <laughs> that was a great idea. Why didn't you tell me that like uh, four minutes ago? God. Well, thanks for enjoying our company today so much, uh, whatever your name is. All right, Bob. Nice to, nice to see you, too. I know it's been a while, but... Josh was in here with us today, and he loved every second of it, man. Yes, I did. Skipped out on a meeting. And I think George will be out sick again tomorrow. He's probably planning on it right now. Marlins baseball, baby. Run for the hills. It's coming. Good time.